Your reservation is ready. Listen, all I'm going to say is I've been ready. So you take it how you want to take it. And I did. I said what I had to say, too. But we finally were here and we've made it. And that's really all that matters. All we can ask for. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Reservation for Three podcast. We are here, ready to go. Uh, Despite a few hiccups, we have adjusted, we have pivoted, and we are ready to give you guys a great show. Uh, I am, of course, your co-host, Alicia, and I have with me my girl, the one and only. What's up, everyone? It's your girl, LaDiva. I dropped the this year again, right? Oh. I don't know what, what you're doing. I don't know. I just, I'm the diva today. I just go with it. <laughs> uh, before I introduce our guest co-host for the day, I definitely want to take a minute to shout out um, all of the shows on the entire UNU network. Um, all of the shows can be found on both Twitter and IG at UANDU underscore network. Shout out to Unprocessed Knowledge, Cody Sheen, Separate the Two, A Taste to Consider, and Three Stars, Two Bars. Um, we had a little hiccup tonight. Uh, the professor was unable to record, but we had some topics today that I felt and Diva felt needed some male perspective and we didn't want to necessarily uh, switch up the topic. So we made a quick phone call and our boy, our the co-host of Separate the Two, oh, underscore King Johnny is here. <laughs> Johnny. It's your boy. It's your boy, oh King Johnny, O H underscore K I N G underscore Johnny, and I'm glad to be here. <laughs> I don't know if I'm the right person to get for a male's perspective, but we're gonna see how this goes. <laughs> you know you are, but thank you. We we certainly appreciate you uh, joining us tonight. Um, normally, Dave and I do a little bit of catch up, but we want to catch up with you. Let's start with you, John. What's okay. been up? What you been up to? Nothing much. Same old thing. Working, kids. Um, not too much. Uh, yeah, I'm here. Okay. One day, separate the two will be back on air. <laughs> um, I, we we might have been canceled by by now. I don't know. Just tell your listeners to come on over. We uh we have enough seats and enough space over here. So just send them our way. We're ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I I'll hook y'all up. <laughs> well, happy New Year. I feel like I, I haven't seen you uh, this year. So good to see you. We didn't uh, see each other. Uh-huh. I know Greg was here um, last week, and we weren't able to kind of see your face in the space. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm a busy man these I, days. I'm, I hear. I'm work, I got some things I'm working on. I hear. On. I hear. Well, good luck to you. But thank you to again for tonight, uh, Diva. Hi. Hey. What's up with this face? Come on. Nothing. I'm, I'm still trying to adjust to what I got going on over here. Diva, Diva has created a diaper for her mic. Yeah, and I'm, I'm leaning in kind of weird, but you know, <laughs> I'm gonna make it do what it do for the show. Um, I don't really had nothing major since the last time you know we recorded just work work yeah. more yeah. work yeah i have to take a second <laughs> you sound like me <laughs> are you a workaholic nah i'm a um paycheckaholic though <laughs> mm, okay okay <laughs> i mean but you're gonna get the paycheck regardless but like i'm i'm one of those people like i feel like i'm always working even when i'm not working i'm working like right if I'm not actually doing it, I'm thinking about it. I'm, you know, I, I just feel like I constantly work, and that's something I'm a habit that I'm trying to break. Like 
when I'm off, I need to be off, but it's hard. It's definitely a bad habit. Like, we were closed today, but I signed on to do some prep that I have to do because I know I got a short week and a lot of stuff to yeah. get done. So. I definitely find that yeah. you have to be intentional about your time, especially your your time, right? I mean, I think, mm-hmm. I know, John, you have a, your, your hands in a couple different pots, so I'm sure it's a little more difficult. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I definitely find that you, you certainly have to be more intentional about it because I think um, with my new position, with my old position, I definitely, if emails came, they would wait until my time started. <laughs> and, you mm-hmm. know, when my time ended, like that's the end of the day. But I, but that's a good thing. Yeah, but I, I, I found thing. now with this new position, I'm, I'm in a different space and um, my role is a, a little more, um, uh, the need for my role is a little different. Mm-hmm. So I think that I've, I've, I'm, mm-hmm. ch- I find myself checking emails, you yeah. know, after I get off, I'm responding at nine, 10 o'clock at night. Um, you know, again, like you say, first thing in the morning, it's on my mind, like, okay, kind of running through the things that I need to do for the day. Um, but today I was definitely mm-hmm. intentional. You know, I turned my work phone off. Like it's, it's that's a what I was just going to say. If they if they give you a work phone, you already know you being set up. <laughs> yeah, they expect yeah. you to be available yeah. whenever. Yeah, and I think and I, and actually what? the conversation that came to me was that we are a twenty four hour operation. So in my mind, I have to say, you know what? Yeah. Well, my my position before my current one, I was um, I, I've I've had a work phone for a long time now. But my last position compared to this position is night and day now. My old position, my phone rang 24-7. Like, any time of the day, i waking out my sleep by my phone. It's caused problems in relationship. Oh, like, wow. my work was crazy. Wow. So, in in that regard, this position is, has, over the last three years, has been a whole lot better in that regard. I'm the problem. I My problem is I do a lot of my work in my head. Mm. And because of that... I'm mentally always on mm. and I find and I have days where I'm just chilling. I'm not doing nothing, but I'm tired. I'm like, why am I so tired? It was because mentally I'm, I'm always mm-hmm. working. I'm always working. Mm-hmm. I'm always working. So that's something I'm trying to work. Yeah, on. So, I think. And yeah. I think it, you just got to be intentional about it. You know, turn mm-hmm. it off. Yeah. Try to shut it off. You know, be sure yeah. you have something for me, to fill that space and that for, time. Right. For me, it's like I put one one thing down, which is my my full time job. And then I have a part-time job that I do on the weekends. And then I have other business ventures that I'm working on. So it's like I just put down one job, pick up another job, put down that job, pick up another job. So, but we're going to get it together soon. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I, I'm curious to see how you do this year. What, what, what techniques do you think or what do you plan to do differently to ensure you're, you're having that time for yourself? Take more vacations. Okay. For the over the last two years, I haven't really been taking vacations. So like I would take days off of work, okay. but I'm not really like my plan this year is to really like, okay, I'm going to be gone for a week. And that mean I'm not doing, don't look for me. Okay. Don't ask okay. for me. Cause even my boss, like even when I'm off, I'm like, he got his sweet because I'm still, if anything comes up, I'm still going to take care of it. I'm, I'm stopping that. Okay. You know what I mean? So right. that's what I'm going to do. Why? I get all these hours. It's time to use them. <laughs> I wish you luck. I wish you luck. It is. It is certainly about being intentional. So I, I hope that you are mm-hmm. able to take those vacations. And like you said, you know, it's your time. And I and I think what I had to remember, you know, even when we used to work for other organizations, is that if you're gone, it's still going to keep on. <laughs> that yeah. job is not going to yeah. stop. Mm-hmm. That that business is not going to stop moving. Like so, that's the part that yep. I hope you remember. Like it's going to it's going to continue to to move even even if you're not there. So definitely. All right. Well, I haven't been up to much. Um, yeah, I think 
working too. <laughs> working. One you of sound my, like my, a whole bunch of adults today. I know, right? Everybody just working. Yeah. One of, one of my staff members. So, I, John, I just started a new position, um, the the top of the year, and so I have okay. two staff members that are under me, and and one of them, um, I just found out is scheduled to do grand jury duty starting next Friday. Oh wow. And so she's going to be off for a month. <laughs> and so one of her duties, uh two of the kind of her duties. It it happens every Monday and every Thursday. So I just got approved mm. for my telework day, which is Monday. So now I don't even get <laughs> my telework day for the next month. So I am a little Oh wow. Yeah, I'm not I'm not excited, but uh <laughs> we're going to just uh, hop right on in, but it has been about work and just adjusting and um yeah, enjoying this February, mm. this warm weather. Are you guys uh, seeing this weather we're going to have on Thursday? Did you Sometimes yeah. it's warm. It's supposed to be warm, but it's supposed <laughs> to snow not... on Saturday. Like that's stupid. Yeah, I, I well, don't exactly. All over the place. So, All over yeah. the place. Yeah. But the, the weather is like this world, confusing. Listen. <laughs> Listen, and we're going to get into the confusing. <laughs> well, we wanted to, um, we had a few things and we wanted to, to jump into. Um, we're not going to do our wine today because we didn't give you enough time to to get something. Um, but Diva, okay. I know we, we talked a little bit this week and we were sharing some thoughts about this whole Gabrielle Union. Was this a clip or? I haven't seen a clip of okay. it. I just saw, you know, just the you know snapshot basically of her saying who she would want to play her if, okay uh, yeah, if there so, were to be a movie about her so Donna, are you familiar with this at all so gabrielle union yeah. goes on i guess a show and, and she says yeah so if there's a biopic i would want janet jackson coco jones or who was the other one she had a shanti but there was another person too a shanti um, i forget the fourth person but let's just start Coco with Jones, definitely. Yeah, but let's just start with the fact that do we really need a Gabrielle Union biopic? Is this something you're going to stop? Are to you watch? familiar? Are you familiar with her story? Well, now that you know, there's a the the discussion on on Twitter, but not not fully. Are you? Uh, sort of. So she she wrote a book a few years right, ago. Okay, and so she's been through a lot a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. like a lot of trauma. Um, from rape to to growing up in I think she's from uh California and how she she was from the hood but she went to a school that was not hood and she went through that whole ordeal and then I mean there's Hollywood, there's her her former marriage, her current relationship with Dwayne Wade and I mean she it's a lot. Okay. You know, uh is this is this you know, a story I, I, that you're gonna sit and watch a biopic on? That I guess that that's that that would be the question I, I would pose. For me, uh, probably. Well, no, I think I would. I, I think I would probably check it out. I got a weird. I have a weird. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say before she got with Dwayne Wade, I, I always had like a little thing for Gabrielle Union. Oh. Um, now I think not not in a sexual way. Just just always. Ooh, I was ready. She's always that. been. No no no. It, it, <laughs> she's 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 one of those people to me that's sort of like borderline like like interesting not interesting type thing. It's like an in and out okay. thing with me and her. But um, 
Yeah, I think I would check it out. Okay. It depends on who do it. If Lifetime do it, probably not. I can see Janet Jackson playing her, though, through any of those stages of her life. I think I found it. The other person is Ryan Destiny. Ah, um, uh, okay. Okay. Who was that? I don't remember. She used to date the boy, right, that played Ronnie DeVoe on um, the New Edition movie, right? That played the older Ronnie DeVoe. Was that his? That's oh. who that is, right? Yeah, well, and I watch, um, I watch uh, Grownish. So mm-hmm. she's on Grownish mm-hmm. too. Okay. Um, yeah, but I could see who, her. I could who was she on Grownish? Uh, she played. She's the daughter. No, 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 no. She played a. a this is a character. She played Luca's girlfriend. I think she was there a season. Oh, okay. She was like a quick season. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, okay, I can see that. But why not? Why not Janet Jackson? I just. I mean, I'm assuming Janet would be playing obviously the older current age her, and I just don't see it as a good fit like i honestly don't know who would be a good fit to play her at her current age short of herself i mean but um (laughs) definitely not themselves why don't people play themselves in biopics like why don't they play themselves maybe it's weird right to play you but i don't know like maybe she get Maybe she get. Didn't Fantasia do it? I don't think Fanny can do it. Maybe she, I was gonna say maybe she can get Kelly Rowland to do it. I don't know. Just <laughs> no. I'm saying I'm saying didn't Fantasia? Oh, play she did. She did movie? play herself, and it was weird watching her I run around. She did a bad job her. of playing herself. <laughs> <laughs> if Gabby does a bad job of like playing herself, <laughs> Fantasia was terrible at herself. <laughs> I don't even yeah, I don't. It. I don't know. I just I just feel like I mean it's nothing against Janet. Of course, I just don't think she's the right actress to play. I mean, think about it. Like to play the person who's been in all the media outlets about her relationship with Dwayne Wade and you know the raising mm-hmm. of their his 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 son and all the controversy that comes with that. I just kind of don't. I'm not saying Janet couldn't do it. I just still I just don't see it though. I just don't see it. It's, it yeah. just wouldn't be. It wouldn't be believable to me to see Janet Jackson trying to tell me it's Gabrielle Union. Like I would have thrown. <laughs> Yeah, I yeah. I don't I don't see Janet playing Gabby, but I also have no interest in it. It may be one of those like things. I'm actually not going to watch it, regardless of who they cast. Yeah, I mean, but what 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 is it about any biopic that that you would be like, oh, I I really want to see that? Like, yeah, is it, I, that, it, I mean, well, that's a good question because I, I think I'm not on the biopic train. So let me think. So does the movie with Jennifer Hudson and Marlon Wayans. Does that count as Aretha's biopic? Like, are those bio? Are those considered biopics? Uh, Jennifer Hudson didn't play Aretha, did she? Yeah. Yes. She did. <laughs> oh, I <didn't> know. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not. I don't know. What was that last year? Right. Respect. Respect. Yeah. So I didn't see this so newest have, Whitney you one. Have, you have biopics like Ray, right? Ray was a, I guess, a biopic, okay. but it was a movie. Okay, right? okay, okay. And All then right. you have biopics okay. like, uh, I guess, who else had a like the New Edition biopic, which was. But that's like what I was gonna say. Series. I see that more when I think of biopics. That's the kind of way I think of it, or like the Bobby Brown okay. one okay. versus. Mm-hmm. I feel like Ray was a movie, even though it was an autobiography. I but it was about him, Ray. Yeah, but then it's but that's then it's like saying. an autobiography, or does autobiography only apply to a book? That's a book, right? I mean, the, the the Ray the movie was a biopic. I mean, it was it was just in a movie form where New Edition was a series. So that's what I'm saying. Hmm. Gabrielle Union's story in an, in a two hour movie, maybe. I don't know if no. I need. 
a whole eight eight episode five episodes. I don't need no episodes. I don't want to. I don't need two hours on Gabrielle Union. Um, yeah, I think I think ultimately that's what it is. I'm not. I am not that interested in overall. And I, and I think you know she's a, a decent enough actress, but I don't know. I'm not. I, I, I wouldn't right. be that interested in in a Gabrielle. So Union so you just feel she's not a big enough star for basically. me. For me, and mm-hmm. I, I think I mean for most. People. I think for most people, what they would want to see the most of is the stuff we're seeing every day on the shade room, anyway. So it's kind of like like they would want to be more. It would probably be more interesting to them to see the stuff since she's become more past. Like what is it? Bring it on and to can play that game, Gabrielle. You know, I think that's the part of her life that would probably interest a lot more people. And we've seen, we, we witnessed all that play out, you know, in real time. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's enough to draw someone in for, you know, But two you know hours. what's, you know what's funny? You know what's funny about this? We're saying we wouldn't watch it, want to see a Gabrielle Union biopic, right? But if somebody made a movie based off of Gabrielle Union's life and it wasn't it wasn't called Gabrielle Union, you didn't know it was Gabrielle Union's life, you probably would be interested. In it. <laughs> if it was a Lifetime movie, I might Fair I enough. might watch it Fair on enough. Lifetime. Because she's been through a, enough stuff and we've seen movies of the caliber mm-hmm. of things that she's been through that people run to and watch it you know what i'm saying it's the it's what we're we're saying because it's gabriel well, no, union I, like, oh, I, I want to say i love about gabriel, gabriel union. union i believe on that last show that we did with um not enough to see a bio but i said that she would be my celebrity <laughs> best friend so i'm not i want to make sure i you do say, say like that. i find her interesting i like her but i don't think i yeah i don't think i would want to watch a movie. I mean, as great as as great of a singer Whitney Houston was, I probably would never watch that bio, biopic. Well, first of all, it's too many. First of all, I'm like, which one? You're gonna have to be more like. Specific. First of all, it's, it is too <laughs> it is too damn many biopics and stories on Whitney mm-hmm. Houston. So I think after that first one, I was like, I'm, yeah. I'm over it. Yeah, because I don't think that I, anybody. I, mean, I refused I, to watch the last one. I was like, why? Why do we keep doing this? It's enough. Yeah, it's it's enough. Well, it's certain people. It's so so. Let's take Ray for instance. Ray was interesting because. Because we don't we we were too young to be around when Ray was mm-hmm. a thing. So that that would pique your interest because it's like I don't really know much about Ray. I know who Ray Charles is, but I don't know much about his story. Whereas we grew up with a uh, Gabrielle Union and these fair, people. Fair so it's enough. like Whitney Houston. So it's like, what can you tell me that I don't already fair know? Enough. You know what I mean? Like Jay-Z, if they did a biopic on Jay-Z, I'm a fan of Jay-Z, but I probably wouldn't watch. I'm like, I know everything about I don't need to see that again. You know what I mean? Uh, so I watched All Eyes on Me. I didn't I love it watch, though, but I yeah, watched see, All I Eyes would on watch. Me. But but to your point, you're right. Like I'm not such a huge Jay Z fan that I don't know his story below the surface. So I would watch a Jay Z biopic. Yeah. So I think it. I think it comes down to, you know, who you find inter- interesting. Right. It's, it may be some people out there that may find. Gary oh, my Rudy mama would watch it. Interesting. She watch really? anything that's yeah. a true story. If they talk about this, the true story of how people made trash cans, she's gonna watch it. If it's a true story. <laughs> she's tuning in. So they would have at least one person who's gonna watch it. But and then she see she me. Would I like. Make me watch I like watching. I like watching documentaries. Mm-hmm. So you give me a documentary about. Uh, things that actresses go in, go into in Hollywood and Gabrielle Union is a part of that, I'll probably be all into mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. 
but you get but you got to give it to me like a, a documentary yeah. form i don't know if i want to see a movie i don't need the drama i don't need the drama yeah. yeah just give me yeah. give me the facts just tell me what yeah. happened yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with <laughs> just you. tell me what happened yeah speaking and then sometimes even when they do the movies and the biopics they got they kind of got a twist and turn it sort of like exactly. bmf like it's exactly. it's kind of based off of it but then it's some exaggerated stuff in there you know and it's for entertainment purposes i get it but I probably would. I haven't watched it yet. But I probably would enjoy the BMF documentary more, maybe you know, because it's like I was said, told not to, to watch that one because because it would ruin because, the show. Because yeah, because it is like you were saying, it's different from the show, and I likened mm-hmm. it to how when I read Fifty Cent's book. And then mm. watch the movie. And so I was mm-hmm. expecting something different. Or just like, mm. you know, DeAsia loves the hate you give. And when she read the book, then we went Completely to see the different. movie. And she was like, oh, wait, that character didn't do that. Or this character, you know. So I mm-hmm. think it would be the same thing. Like, you're into this series that you're watching. Mm-hmm. But now you're looking at the real life. Like, what was it? A couple of weeks ago where the one chick that Lala is supposed to be likened to. Mm-hmm. Or, mm-hmm. you know, she's like that's not true I wasn't talking to no high schooler you know and so yeah. you know watching this, the the actual documentary and talking to the real people versus the people that they're be, uh, you know portraying mm-hmm. um, in the series probably would one ruin the series for you now and two I think it might even throw a little bit of confusion in because now you confusing the names maybe and who the people are because a lot of their names are different I found that out yesterday when I was trying to figure out who what was his name B Mickey was in um in the real actual you know BMS what's his family. real name what's his real it name it was it was like D Beatty or something D- <laughs> or B- I don't know but it was completely not that they changed his name you know because I was mm-hmm. trying to figure out like is this the, you know for me I'm like all right we know they go to jail is this how is this the dude that's gonna be the one that you know flipped the whole group and I couldn't every time I tried to pick like google the real B Mickey they just kept telling me his name was Miles Truitt. And I'm like, no, that's the actor. That's the actor. Like, I want to know who, like, what's going on with the real dude from, you know, mm-hmm. the actual BMF. And then I found that he had a different name. So, yeah, I'm definitely. I mean, I think it's. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I, to your point, I, I think that I am more interested in those documentaries, docuseries kind of things. Like, I love, like, BET, un, the Uncensored, right? Those, mm-hmm. you know, like, tell me the story. Like, throw some interviews in, you know, so that I can, like I can connect in a mm-hmm. way, you know, because those are real people. Those, these are real right. experiences. Mm-hmm. And you're right, that, that are not so dramatized. So maybe that's, I would mm-hmm. certainly watch a Gabrielle Union, Uncensored. like, documentary on her rise to to stardom, mm-hmm. right? I, I would certainly mm-hmm. watch that. Yeah. She would be really, she mm-hmm. actually would be a good one on Uncensored. That would she be would a be good, amazing. A, a, yeah. a good platform for her. I yeah. would watch it. I would completely watch it because you're still yeah. telling your story, right? I, I just, I don't need the mm-hmm. drama. I don't know. I don't need the drama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I think I think a lot of it is Hollywood is just running out of ideas, <laughs> and so now that's the thing. It's like, oh, let's make a movie, because the thing about like how many times you gonna get a Ray? You're not gonna get that too many times. Right? I don't want another Ray. Now, I, oh my god, I would. Be I am looking forward for to the Mike Tyson uh, when they do Mike Tyson. I'm looking forward so to the that. solicited Mike Tyson, not the unsolicited version that just came out. No, I, I won't watch that because <laughs> Mike because Mike said don't watch yeah. that. He was like, that's bullshit. <laughs> okay. So Mike is working on his own one. That's the one I'm waiting for. Like I want that one. Okay. So and that's yeah. a biopic. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is it, uh, but I think it's gonna be. I, I get the sense it's gonna be more like. So far I get the sense it's gonna be like a, a movie, like Ray. Okay. 
that's the sense I get. But I'm not but I'm not 100% sure on that. Well, well speaking of drama and life stories, let's talk a little bit about uh Breezy, Chris Brown and this whole this whole piece about his life that he just cannot seem to get away from. So, last week there was um um, word that got out that he and Chloe Bailey um, have a new single coming out I think in a couple days um, so she's recorded this for her new album and of course the constant rehashing of why are we supporting Chris Brown has again come to mm-hmm. the surface and I think I, for me one the first thing I thought of that I thought was so odd was um, you know what was it, a month ago when everyone was mad that they canceled his AMA performance <laughs> for the Michael Jackson tribute? So I'm like, so on one day... You, they can't cancel him. We could cancel him, but they can't cancel him. Like, you him. mad that he he didn't get to do his Michael Jackson tribute, but now he can't be with Chloe Bailey and then old girl with the, with the lisp um, coming out talking about basically he is trying to latch on to black women to basically be relevant, which she's just stupid because Chris Brown doesn't need to latch on to anyone. Like she really is making it seem like the song with him and Chloe is a come up for him when it's absolutely the opposite. Um, it, you know, like Chris Brown don't need someone to come up, you know, to make a come up off of. But so one that confused me. I thought that was really confusing. And then from there, it's just been more and more stuff. Like then they brought up the whole thing. Of course they were, first going on about the whole Rihanna thing, which I think is crazy. So I guess in their world, it's okay for Chris to collab with other males, you know, because everyone going to play, you know, the joint with him and um, Drake. And I can't think of the name right now. No guidance. Thank you. Everyone going to play that. Like everyone going to play that song and ain't no one going to complain. But he so it's okay for him to make music as a solo artist or with other dudes. But he cannot make songs with women is what I'm is what I guess they would like us to believe. Mm. And then on top of that, then the whole thing about him not liking uh, brown skin women resurfaced over the weekend because a group of women first came out and said that they were told they couldn't come into the club because Chris Brown said no brown skin girls. But then they came back out and basically recanted that and we're like oh no what it was we just couldn't get in the club at all um it wasn't that you know like so y'all was just kind of trying to jump on the bandwagon too and i just think it's unfortunate i guess for him because like he said he was 17 and i get it i hate to say this but like blueface said you don't get to determine how long are we quoting Blueface? But go ahead. That's why I said I hate to say it. But, you know, because, of course, you know, he called out Blueface, so Blueface responded back to him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the one thing I did, I could kind of understand is like, okay, you don't get to determine how long people are mad about something. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you might say, I wish you would get over it, but you don't get to tell people mm-hmm. how long they can be mad about it. That's the... I, I can't believe I agreed with him when he said that. But... I, I, I was like, that does make sense. You know what I'm saying? You don't get to decide that. But I do think we went through such a period where it's like once him and Rihanna, like, I guess, publicly made up and everyone kind of let it go. And then it's like, depending on who he's with or doing songs with, then y'all just want to keep bringing it back up. Like, But why? But why? I guess my issue is, is that regardless of how you feel about mm-hmm. Chris Brown personally, why does another person 
have to feel the same way that you feel right like you know right mm. because because chris brown you know to to the point of it's okay for him to make music with other men chris brown has made several appearances mm-hmm. with on with songs with women you know right. since this incident I think so, it just uh, depends on who was having a bad day that, the, you know, the day that the stuff came out. Like, OK, so one person had a bad day. I didn't day. hear anything. I didn't they hear anything got, when he did the collaboration with her. I didn't hear anything about this. I, right. I think. And again, I do. I think it has to do with what's going on in the world. Who's angry? Who's donate? didn't have the jelly in it that it was supposed to have and now I'm gonna go take it to Twitter and see how many retweets I can get and how many people are gonna be like uh huh yeah you right you right and can I make it to the shade room type thing I, I really feel like mm-hmm. that's really where we are right now I feel like people have people have a social media addiction definitely. and with, with that addiction every day you need something to tweet about right. so what happens is like you said, somebody's like, yo, I need something to tweet about. So they go and they find something. Yeah. Right. And that's why this keeps coming up. It's like, you know, when it's it's one of them things like we pick and choose. And I say this all the time. We pick and choose what we want to be fake outrage about. This and, is a clear example. A clear pick example. And choose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because like, like everybody will get up in arms about the Chris Brown, Rihanna thing. And it's it's like it keeps rehashing, rehashing. Meanwhile, children are, are being kidnapped like crazy. Women are being abducted like crazy. Uh, earth, uh, earthquake in, in Turkey was like 30, the biggest earthquake in the people history. Died. Forty. It's up to forty-seven thousand. Forty-seven thousand people. people died. And and you scroll past all that to talk about something Chris Brown did seventeen years ago. It's 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 yeah, insane. It's, it's insanity. It's, it's crazy. And. And and the reason why people don't talk about the things I just listed because folk don't pay it no mind, folk won't retweet it or make comments about it. But if you bring up Chris Brown, everybody and their mama gonna say something. So that's why social media is not a real place, and we just have to constantly remember that and remind ourselves of that. And unfortunately, for celebrities, they have to deal with this nonsense day in and out. Like you know, okay, so Chris Brown only wanted. Uh, light-skinned girls in his section in VIP. And my question when, when people bring that stuff up is, what's the difference between a man doing that and a woman saying she couldn't date a guy with a small penis? Well, I mean, that's very drastic. But I was going to say, for me... My point is, it comes it's, down... It's my point is, It's a preference. So why when a man have a preference where he, he, he doesn't like big women or he doesn't like skinny women or he don't like light-skinned women... Why would a man have a preference? It's the worst thing I in the world. I, but a a woman can have all the preferences in the but world. But I think what it is is because we feel so entitled to have access to celebrities now because of social media, right? So people mm-hmm. forget, at least when I used to go to the club, I'm not going to date myself, but when I used to go to the club, VIP was just that. If you ever went to a club, had your own table, had that your was own way section. Back in the day. Let's not do this. <laughs> had your own table, had your own section, you know, that was part of <laughs> I'm gonna let y'all get. I'm gonna let y'all have your moment. That was part because you you used to party with. They had uh, do disco it. Balls Don't do it. Then they had a disco balls in there. Was it like you know disco what? balls in the cell? Both y'all can go to hell. So I remember because you say you used to go to the Regal Beagle. They used to do the robot. Was that the like they was like boom 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 no. Studio Studio Fifty Four. Oh I'm yeah, sorry. yeah, yeah. Studio Fifty Four. Okay. I hate both of y'all. I'm <laughs> but um, but what I was saying is like that was part of 
the the draw to spending mm-hmm. that money to have your own table or your own section is that you can say you can't sit here you can't sit with us you know what i'm saying so just because you got into the club just because he's there don't mean he has to let you in light dark or indifferent to his section you know what i'm saying it's vip he is entitled to say who he does and does not want into vip and i think that's where people get confused is that they feel that they are and they everyone just has this sense of entitlement and you are not entitled to his his space you know and i I think it's it's funny and i know we're going to get into this and i don't know maybe we can kind of make this shift a little bit but you know we were going to talk a little bit about rihanna in this whole vogue cover Mm-hmm. But the, the the to the point that you're making, it's like Rihanna has been so quiet on social media. She hasn't shared much of her life, right, and much of of what she's had going on her relationship, her pregnancy, like for good reason. We it, right, but 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 to the point, like as soon as we get a glimpse of it, as soon as she gives us something, right, and she mm-hmm. she allows us in, she allows the public in to this mm-hmm. happy this happy space and this happy place that she's right. reached in her life. Personally, right, because she's she's a mogul, right? She has she she's a certified millionaire, you know, like she's doing it, she? billionaire, like like she she's she's doing so many wonderful things business wise, and so she's let us in a little a little glimpse of her personal life, of her personal happiness, and, and the moment she does, again. this is it, February twenty twenty, and, and, and rightfully so, and rightfully so, but it gets back to the point of entitlement you know like why she didn't have to do that but the moment she does this has caused a whole week of outrage about emasculation and she's not the she's the lead of the family like this is insane it is insane Mm -hmm. and and to the point Mm -hmm. like these celebrities owe us nothing but entertainment I don't mm-hmm. I know nothing about Chris Brown. He could still be an abuser for all I know. I hope that he's not. But but I would hope that the image that I'm seeing is that Chris Brown has grown in that he's done his time, right? He's done his work. Mm-hmm. He's got a felony. You know what I'm saying? Like like he's in the system. But at what point does Chris Brown get to move on from that chapter of his life? Like, what is it? And are you are you an abuser because you had an incident? It wasn't just Rihanna. Well, That's the thing that yeah, people. Th- yeah, oh. he, he had something yeah. with Karuchi oh, too. I didn't know that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Okay, sorry. But 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 to your to your your point, it's like yeah, if if he gets um, convicted of molestation or abuse, yes, he has to be registered as a sex offender, right? It doesn't if it happens one time, like it is. It is what it is, but hmm, okay. But for Chris Brown, you know, I just think that it is completely unfair because I'm not saying that you have to support him. You don't. You don't have to support Chris Brown, right? But that doesn't mean that I don't have to, right? And, and you don't condemn me because I choose to move on, like Rihanna has, like Chris Brown has. You know, like many women, who whatever. I don't care. Like it's, I've it's just on. like all the people who was doing all the little TikTok dances at what the end of last year to to the little <laughs> songs from R. Kelly, and it's like y'all do realize y'all dancing to R. Kelly, right? <laughs> you, like I mean, a couple weeks ago, y'all wanted him under the jail, but y'all out here making and, his songs. And, and, and again, I'm not gonna support R. Kelly. Like I'm not. I'm not gonna buy his album. I'm not. You know, if he ever gets out of jail, like I'm, I'm not he don't going have no to. Album, but. 
<laughs> but I'm but I'm not I'm not gonna go to an R. Kelly concert. Like I'm just not. Like I'm I'm good on R. Kelly. You know the the crime, the time kind of suits the the crime. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say to you, ill. You're going. So to you're his not concert. gonna step in the name of love if you out and it come on. Life you want. No, step, I'm not step, gonna say that. But step, I'm not. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, oh, I'm not. Now I'm not. I'm, but but I might. You know, I might be like. Dang. Like I can't even enjoy the song in good. Like I can't enjoy it. I just can't. Yeah, it don't. It don't feel. It don't. It, don't. it does. It, it doesn't. Don't. Absolutely does not. But I'm not gonna judge you if you decide to get up and step in the name of love. Please like, don't. Because like, if it come on, I'm gonna do it. So I'm just <laughs> putting that out. But there. but to the point, like I'm just, and that's okay. That's your choice. Like you are human. You have a choice, and your choice does not have to to agree with my choice. And I'm not mm-hmm. going to condemn you for it. Like that's this is the the problem with social media. Like it's it's the point that everyone thinks that we have to agree, and we don't. And it's okay that we don't, mm-hmm. right? Because that's the way we were made to be. We're not. Um, we're, we weren't made to agree on anything and everything. Because the way that John thinks, the way that you think, and the way that I think can create something greater. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we all thought the same way. We would still be making fire with fucking sticks in the woods. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, cold. like it, I'm gonna be real cold because I I can't do that. <laughs> So let me let me ask a question about support, right? So if people if people watch the Jeffrey Dahmer series, is that supporting Jeffrey Dahmer? That's a good question. But no, I wouldn't say <laughs> I wouldn't say it's supporting Jeffrey Dahmer because I to me it gets it gets back to the biopic. Like at this point, I didn't know much about Jeffrey Dahmer. Like you know, he ate people would. Mm-hmm. But to me, I'm watching a biopic mm-hmm. for the actual backstory, right? It's not a support mm-hmm. of Jeffrey Dahmer. No, it's it's me learning about who this man was and how it, it this whole story this headline came to be so did you did you you didn't have a problem with people being like jeffrey Dahmer for halloween and all that um i would think it was weird but i don't think i had a problem i think it was weird it's weird so if somebody if somebody if somebody decided to be r kelly for halloween would that be <laughs> Would you, you, would you view that the same way? So are they coming as that's R. A, Kelly with say, like, interesting are they, are they coming with R. Kelly with like a little girl with some pee on her face? Or like, are they coming with like R. Kelly with like. No, just come as, just come as R. Kelly in the, in like how he looked in one of his videos. No, I don't think I have a problem with it. Okay. You did? I would think it was weird. I mean, I, I told you I'm a step in the name of love. So if you want to come as R. <laughs> Kelly, then you can come as R. Kelly. So funny story. We we were talking the other day about, um, so I used to work in Pentagon City at the Athlete's Foot when I was um, a couple years in college. And so. I thought you were about to say a couple years ago. <laughs> in college. <laughs> it was when Diva was in a disco ball. I was a little couple you know years what? later. <laughs> but we were talking about all the celebrities that we had come across. And so R. Mm. Kelly actually came. And I was working at the athlete's foot. But he actually came mm. into the athlete's foot. And I, I, I was telling the story. And I was like, it was so funny. Because thinking about it now, you know, I, I don't walk around and be like, yeah, I got this signed T-shirt. But yeah, he literally walked over to me. I'm like, I'm not starstruck he was like 15 at the time thank god i was 19 (laughs) but he did walk over like like with a pen and i was minding my business he thought thought you was 15 (laughs) listen and i did not i wasn't like oh my god it's r kelly like but no he walked over Mm -hmm. to the side and signed my shirt that i where i was working i was like oh r kelly signed my shirt you know I don't know what this shirt is now, guys. I don't have it framed or anything, but 
Sure, <laughs> I was about to sure, say whatever. Tell she knows she wore it yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I don't know. She tried to tuck the sign part in. She tucked the sign part in her shirt, in her pants. But um, are you are you usually starstruck? Are you a person that gets starstruck? No, no. Yeah, I'm not even. No. I'm but she would she would definitely faint if she seen Beyonce outside. Uh, really? No, nah, no, nah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trip Beyonce, and only because I I would want. I, I feel like celebrities are probably more approachable if you're cool, calm, and collected versus the, like, oh, my God. Yeah, so I don't, yeah, I I definitely would not do that to Beyonce. I would probably be like, oh, my God, it's Beyonce. And I I would be like, you know, try to probably be composed. (laughs) But just to say that I saw her, it would be enough for me. So, no, I'm not, Mm. I'm not starstruck. Yeah, no. How about you, Diva? You get starstruck? No. You lying through your teeth. I'm not. I mean, I don't get starstruck. I've been around, you know, in my prior life. I've been around celebrities and, um, you know, so it's kind of like whatever it is. You know, it's just whatever. Um, it is what it is. Yeah. Like at least they said. They, I was like gonna say like she else. said. They so 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 John, there's like no person like you'd be like, oh my god, like I gotta go, I gotta go meet, I gotta go. Mm-mm. I've and I've been around. I've been around celebrities, and I'm just like, oh, okay, that's what's up. You yeah. Know? Oh, I, I guess who I saw in the club. It yeah. Was like, so, so, so. But I'm not like, I ain't. I'm not loop. Nah. I just it's, it's. I just don't have it in me. You ain't gonna start <laughs> screaming if you see Jay Z. No. Hell no. <laughs> no. And it's funny. That would be embarrassing. Every, oh my god. <laughs> It's it's funny. Everybody knows me to be a fan of Jay Z, right? But I guarantee you, nobody will ever say they got in my car and I was playing Jay Z, or they came in my house and I had a poster of Jay Z on the wall. Another like it's like I'm I'm a fan of his music, but I'm not a fanatic. You know what I'm saying? I'm like I don't I'm not a fanatic about Jay Z. But people seem to try to paint that picture. I'm like oh, it's not that big of a deal. You know, yeah. I know people that are fan of artists, and they have like, they have like, pictures and artifacts of. The now, people. if I had a signed poster with Beyonce, I would definitely post it, but not just like some random. I would want it signed. It would have to be. It would have to be something. So you can more. put it next to your R. Kelly shirt. <laughs> All framed. <laughs> See, I, All framed on the wall. I don't think. I don't even think I don't even think I've ever asked a celebrity for an autograph. But what if you don't ask? What if they just give it to you? Th- then he, I would think something's wrong with them. <laughs> Why would you just give me an autograph? That's what, I, didn't I ask think you that's for. what a lot of them are kind of used to. They just be Who, I don't I've, know. I've asked for a picture with Fred Smoot. He was in the courthouse. I used to work at the courthouse. He was in the courthouse. Mm-hmm. So I, you work there well. You like a Jamaican. Hey, <laughs> hey man. Um, yeah. So I, I asked for a picture with fred smoot i was in vegas and saw wayne brady and asked for a picture with wayne brady Mm. i was in minnesota at the airport going to the mall of america and i definitely asked for a picture with kevin garnett Mm. but it was cool like it wasn't like oh my god i was like oh my god do you mind can Mm -hmm. i take a picture like that but it wasn't like you know Mm -hmm. yeah I get it just just proof that you actually see that person yeah and it was cool Mm -hmm. definitely (laughs) i get it that's what's up that's what's up all right so um, I guess we had a question and we're going to start with a, a fun question before we get into a couple of these shows and topics. Deep oh, okay. okay. So actually Lil Duvall 
pose this oh, question. Let's talk about Lil Duvall real quick. Do you okay. guys do you follow him, John? Because I thought this was interesting. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even get to finish it. I don't think so. I, I see a lot of his stuff, but I don't personally follow. So him. there was this, I guess, a, a, a campaign this week about mm-hmm. some old tweets that he allegedly mm-hmm. had. And I know that mm-hmm. when I saw him, Diva, I was like, that doesn't even sound like him. Mm-hmm. So somebody allegedly dug up some old tweets from Little Duval and like, and I'm tired of people digging up old stuff. Like, yeah, like who, but who the, whose job is that? But the the tweets were very weird and graphic in nature. Yeah. About yeah, it was very they were very weird. So he has a, a a one child. He has a daughter, and and so one of the tweets kind of read, you know, I'm gonna be the first to beat or something. It was it was. He said. His he daughter? said when his when his daughter started her period, she he was gonna be the first. Be the first to dog her out or something. Yeah, yeah. the first, the like, first to get a dog out. And then um, and then another thing about other Justin was Bieber, like, yeah. it was kind of weird. Like I don't yeah. know, but um, but I loved his response to which is why I'm I'm kind of we're getting ready to uh, hop. But we mentioned him, but he kind of said that we are really trained to believe everything that we see on social media. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not knowing or knowing how things can be manipulated and created and photoshopped and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, and he didn't even address it. Like he he didn't even say, "Y'all know better. This wasn't me." You know, kind of thing. He just posted this mm-hmm. um, video with Michael Jordan missing that infamous shot in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. What was that? The what was that shot? Jordan missed a lot. Well, of no, shots, no, no. But well, he <laughs> made this one. What is the one that picture the son has the picture of downstairs? Oh, uh, in Utah finals. It was a finals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Utah, we all okay. know that Jordan made this shot, right? But mm-hmm. in the video that Duvall posted, Jordan misses the shot, and his caption mm-hmm. is, "If you weren't there to believe it, to see it, you would think that mm-hmm. it actually didn't happen." Based on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so I, I thought that was just you know kind of a, a, a simple way to address like you can't you can't believe everything you see you know I've been posting I've been posting on my platforms a lot um, the quote uh, believe none of what you hear half of what uh-huh. you see <clears throat> because the more and I used to fall for it. I used to fall for people posting things and, and thinking that it's true mm-hmm. and I've learned over the years now that you can't Technology has gotten to a point. I posted a video, I think it was last week, where they have AI now that can make you sound like anybody. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. whatever you're saying, it can manipulate your voice to make you sound like The Rock or President Obama or Donald Trump or whatever. This is AI technology that they have now. And I'm sure it's going to be showing up in apps and stuff soon. Think about Twitter now, how blue checks was like a thing like right if, if somebody had a blue check right. you knew it was a, a that actual person now people can pay for buy it. a blue pay check so i could buy a blue check change my name to uh uh, uh who's a celebrity uh little duvall michael <laughs> michael jordan right i could change my thing to michael jordan and start tweeting as if i'm michael jordan and a lot of people would think oh this is really michael jordan because it has a Mm -hmm. blue check because we've been programmed to think Mm -hmm. that proves the person is real or not and so you just gotta be just we just have to keep reminding ourselves that social media is not a real place yeah Yeah. it's a fantasy world 
It's a fantasy yeah, world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, anyway, we're going to get into this uh, question that Duval posted. So the okay. question was, how long do you think you could last on Naked and Afraid if you were paid $10,000 a day? Are you, and you know what Naked and Afraid is, John. You've seen this. Uh, is it something like Survivor? Yes, with just you and another person. Just me and another person. Okay. Yeah, so naked so, and afraid. So naked and afraid. On it, um, in order <laughs> so to so naked and afraid, people sign up to basically see what their skills are um as a survivor list, right? So they mm. start out with this rating of like whatever zero to a hundred, I guess. And so you mm-hmm. get this rating going in based on what you say is your knowledge, you know, your body weight, all of these things. Mm-hmm. And you get this rating and then you're dropped off and you get to take one item, I think. Mm-hmm. That's what I was told. You get to take one item. With you get you. to take one item in this little satchel they give you. Now, when it first and, came and on. You make it, right? Huh? <laughs> yes. Just naked but, with whatever item you bring. When the show first started, people, they were not giving people the fire, a pot, and the, the stuff to make the fire with. I forget the, the what is it called? Sticks. Ain't that what you said earlier? What is it? No, it's not a stick. <laughs> but it's an actual, it's it's kiln, whatever it is. I can't think of that. But it's the little stuff that makes the fire go. But anyway, mm-hmm. when the show first started, people had to choose to bring that stuff. But now as the show has progressed, people get a pot, they get, mm-hmm. um, they get the mm-hmm. stuff to start a fire. So. And then if you, your partner leaves, you get to keep their one item, right? Is what I was told by someone who watches I the show. I don't know. That's a good yeah, question. That, like if know. me and you were there and you left and you brought, I don't know, a, a stick I get your stick yeah. and I don't know if that's part of the regular show or they said they're actually know. watching the XL version right now I don't know. That's a good you have question. to spend like 40 to 60 days out there instead of just 20 something so maybe that's mm. um, a caveat of but you and another person one. get dropped off at some remote location in the wilderness and you get to choose mm-hmm. one item your partner is going to choose whatever item they want you take everything off except for this this satchel that they give you and you have to survive in the wilderness for a certain amount of days to then walk and meet at a pickup location for the end of your time. Okay. So. And to my understanding, these places that they put you are like normally like horrific places. I think like they were in like the Amazon, stuff like that. Places where you normally would not make it. Um, <laughs> you know. It's, and it's, and, it's, it's, and you yeah, can it's only wilderness. eat what you kill, right? You can only eat what yeah. you kill. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I heard some other crazy stuff about what be happening on them shows, but we don't, I don't think we need all those back, yeah. all that background just to, to answer yeah. the question. Yeah. Um, my man went through a whole, a whole phase of watching this show. So we were up like for hours watching <laughs> episodes of, of Naked and Afraid. So knowing that okay. I will so say the- that, yeah, I'm not going to make it. I'm, if I make not, it one I'm night, not, I'm not I'm taking my 10 I'm not going. But yeah, I'm, I probably wouldn't make it long. I know me. I'm y'all, not going. Y'all don't. You don't think you could. You don't think you could make it three days naked. At least. I heard that somebody got a leech stuck on their penis <laughs> on one of the episodes out in the woods, well, see, like and that stuff my, crawls up in you. My one item, 
my one item would been a pair of shorts or, or a pair of pants. It's naked. That'd have been my I don't one think they're going to let you yeah, wear clothes. No, clothes is not an option. Yeah, oh. clothes is not. It, it but, is something to survive. But I get to, to bring one item. I can't bring. No, so and I think that. My pants is so I can survive yeah. so I don't get no. leeches on my no. penis. It's like a it's like a knife. And you can't even um, have shoes. You have to make yeah, shoes out of leaves and shit. Yeah. Like you can't have No nothing. clothes. Yeah, no clothes. No clothes. Okay, so I probably would make it. Let me see. It is something to actually survive. To you could bring to survive. I think by killing something. So a knife, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I probably would make it. Um, <laughs> I'm just fact. I'm factoring in everything you said. Being dropped in the wilderness, not having any clothes, n- not really a way to eat, bites, really all this drastic temperatures. So, knowing me and knowing how I am, I probably would make it. I probably wouldn't make it longer than the interview to be on the show. Because once they tell me all the stuff that I got to go through, I'm like, fuck this. I wouldn't. Absolutely I'm not. even not. going. <laughs> I'm like, why? Ain't no way Ain't in the no way. I watched this no show. I she watched told me several. somebody was so malnourished that they lost four teeth from being on the um in, on one of the episodes. People like, were crazy. passing out. They pass out because they are hungry. Mm-hmm. I tried to go see. Shit. In 2000... Nine, yes. When President Obama was getting ready, to, going through his inauguration, I bundled my ass up at four a.m. Went on down to the Green Line. My grandfather dropped myself and uh, two of my cousins off. They they gave us pocket warmers, and I had on coats and hats and gloves. I am fucking ready to get through this day to see the first in, inauguration of a black man. I am ready, y'all. That was the coldest. That was the coldest day of 2009. If you guys Mm -hmm. remember, that day Mm -hmm. was cold. I made it to the check-in line and saw where the check-in line started and where I was supposed to go. My feet were cold. I said, "Oh no, let's wrap it up." And I was back home by the time he was taking the oath. She was watching. True story. True story. And let me tell you, as Americans, Mm -mm. as Americans, we have to pray daily that we never get put in a position. Oh, we would die. Most 99.5% of Americans could not survive no real. I know I couldn't. I never forget. I worked with an African brother named Muhammad. He was from Sierra Leone. And one day we was in the, in the store working and he, a couple guys was in receiving and they were talking about, you know, growing up in the hood and how they struggled and da, 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 da. And I'll never forget. He said this. He said, man, people from my country would love to live in what you guys call a ghetto. Mm. And he was like, nah, man, we had it rough. We had it rough. And he asked them a series of questions and I'll never forget this. He said, in your, he said, well, let me ask you this in your ghetto. He said, "Do you did you have a toilet to use?" They said, "Yeah." He said, "Did you have a window to open and close?" He was like, "Yeah." He was like, "Did you have a stove to cook your food on?" They was like, "Yeah." He said, "Y'all don't know what struggle is." We don't. And I said, "Yo, that's heavy." He said, "You take the worst ghetto you can find in America, and it don't compare to what some people go through in other countries. Yeah. It's not even it, it's." They would look at your ghetto as like being at a five star hotel. 
I say, yo, that's heavy. That's scary. That's heavy. And, and the closest, yeah. and the closest I've ever been to anything like that, when we had that big snowstorm in '96. 1996. Yeah, I remember that. Yep, the blizzard. Mm-hmm. We were in, um, okay. we were at 10th grade. And so, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, obviously at home. But we lost power, like, for days. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that I feel like that really, like, kept us as a family going is that my mother had just switched out her regular, um, her regular fireplace. And she put in mm-hmm. a stove. Like a, a wood burning mm. stove, so it has like the extension, but it had like a little hot plate on the top. Mm-hmm. That is the only thing. Like we were cooking on top of this. Like that's the only thing I think mm-hmm. we survived. I would have died. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, you had to break out the break out a grill. Oh my god. That's the only thing I could. The think grill of. was buried. The grill was under. Like it ain't no way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, I think I'm, I couldn't survive. There's no way. I couldn't do it. No. Yeah. I'm not built for no. it at all. Yeah. If I get through the night, so. I'll, I'll take my 10K and be happy. <laughs> I'm not even I'm doing I'm not doing night. the night because I'm not going to sleep. I'm going to be traumatized. It's dark outside. I, I may not Things sleep. making noises. I may be running around, but I'm going to get to the daylight. I'm going to get my 10K. That's all I got. Well, good <laughs> luck with that. I'm going to have to find me another you, way. The, the minute you hear something crazy in the woods, it's a wrap. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it's a wrap. Well, speaking. The freaks come out at night. Oh my God! Speaking of a couple shows, are you guys, um, John? I know we talked a little bit a minute ago about BMF. Do you, do you watch this? Yeah. Okay. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Where are you? Are you are you guys caught up on this or? Yeah, yeah, I'm caught up. So we, I haven't watched. I I seen the the latest episode in bits and pieces. I might sit down and actually watch it all the way through tonight. But I I, I saw enough to know what's going on. Charles is a I whore. watched it. Ooh. Huh. What? What'd you say? Charles is oh, a whore. Oh, I was like, who is a whore? Yes, Charles. you are okay, absolutely so, right. He whore. Funny, funny story about me and Charles, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. So. <laughs> what? I don't know. So I'm about to break it down for you. So the first time that Even, Charles, I Charles. I know Charles. <laughs> no, 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 no. The first time Charles had his indiscretion with, with the young lady, um, we had a conversation about it at my at my part time, and I was I was kind of defending Charles. Now hear me out. Everybody was you know talking about how Charles only pumped the girl a couple times, and he you know he couldn't do no more. And I was saying, I didn't take it as that. What I took it as was he had he had fell victim to the situation, and went too far, and he snapped back into reality, like. Yo, like that's I, what you got I out of that like, first one. Hold on, let me let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. I felt like I felt like he had a moment where he was like, "No, listen, hit me out, hit me out." I felt like the first time he had a moment, and he it wasn't that he couldn't keep going. He it was like he stopped himself, like like what the fuck am I doing? Like I'm fucking up. You know what I'm saying? And he got up out of there, right? Mm-hmm. So I was saying like, look. Like, Charles, you know, his woman ain't been giving him none. He been going through a lot. He feel vulnerable, but he's self-corrected, right? I felt like he's self-corrected. Now, he went he went a little bit too far, but he's self-corrected. And then Charles, after I defended him, he came right he back. He showed you continuing who he really was. His whorish ways. He was. Yep. I said, why did Charles need to go back and apologize face-to-face? Like, bruh. Just call on the phone and be like, look, 
I fucked up. We can't. I can't come back to your she house. Charles knew what the fuck he was doing. Titties on his back, and it was around. Charles folded whore. like I'm a say, chair. I mean, he melted in such a whore. <laughs> such a whore. Yeah, I. Charles, you know, we I, was uh, rooting for you. I was rooting. For we you. were rooting for you, Charles. <laughs> no, we weren't. No, we weren't. Charles is a whore. I was rooting for Charles, and he blew it, I wasn't. Man. I, I was said, so pissed at Charles that episode. I'm like, not you going to sleep with the neighbor, then come home, hop in the shower, give your dirty, wife but I gotta, give your wife dirty but I got penis three pumps. With so your you dirty penis. You tried to defend but I got Charles, a but he only gave dirty his wife penis. three pumps that night, too. He is a three-pump pumper. That's all he got. But I got nah, it. He, no he, he, he gave it to her the second time. Listen, he he was he was on point. He said, if I'm, going, me, "If I'm going to be a whore, a if I'm going to be a whore, <laughs> let me ask this question though." <laughs> and since since I have two ladies here in front of me, I wanna I wanna ask this question. Oh Lord! In y'all's opinion, right? How far is too far of your woman? Oh, not even your woman, your wife, not having sex with you. At what point, like, what's what's the, what is, is there ever a point where there's some understanding as to why a man would, like, fall victim to a situation? If you haven't had sex with your man for a very, very, very long time. Define very, very, very. Because how long had they been? Eight months. This wasn't an eight month period, but okay. But no, but this happens though. In real, I'm I'm just talking real life now. If your 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 woman has not been intimate with you in eight months, like is I'm asking you as women, mm-hmm. is there a point where you could be like, yo, like I get it. You know what I'm saying? I ain't talking about the nigga that just be cheat cheat cheating. I'm talking about you ain't gay this man none in a very long time. But what's the reason? Whatever you, I mean, you give me a reason. I mean, I'm just saying because I mean, because that's my question. My question is: Is there ever a a, a time like, where you could I feel be like, like if, nah, I, if I if I went I eight it. months without wanting to sleep with my man, then there's something deeper going on. I would think. So I think okay. I would need to understand what the reason was. I think that he would have a clear understanding of what the reason was. If there's no course correct in sight, and we are deciding mm-hmm. that okay. This is basically just going to be irreconcilable. We may be agreeing to stay together because it's cheaper to keep her type thing. Then at that point, it is what it is. But for you to be in the same house with someone, presumably sleeping in the same bed with this person, unless y'all now sleeping in two separate rooms and Mm y'all have not been intimate for eight months, there is a huge underlying issue um let's say let's say her medication has affected her uh libido well i think in my personal opinion like i get it but if it's that's what i was gonna say if it's something that's medical it's not like i just don't want to have sex with you i think if it's something that's medical i'm not saying you gotta go your whole life without having sex but don't you say in sickness and in health so like if part of my sickness is that the medicine i'm taking has made me not want to have sex with you right now does that mean you won't go out that it's okay for you to go out and cheat like so do you do you do anything though do you do anything you don't do you try to do anything i mean there's other stuff that can be done besides traditional sex you know Mm -hmm. um you know i guess it's up to to again it depends on 
the situation and the circumstance that's surrounding it. But I mean, if I felt like I was in a place where I could never have sex with my husband again, I think there's some things that need to be, you know, discussed. There needs to be some things that need to be looked at, things that need to be addressed to understand how this marriage is going to be going forward. Like, especially if we like, we like still young enough to be wanting to get it in all the time. And I'm telling you, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm ever be able to have sex with you again. So I think, I think the the first part that we're missing, or I think that is missing in, in that situation is that I'm supposed to provide for you i'm supposed to ensure that you are taken care of your needs are taken care of and i include sexual in that need now i've never been in a position that i've been um, disconnected with my body that i don't Mm -hmm. want the person that i'm with um Mm And I don't know if I've said this on the show, but I was, you know, you guys know I was married before and I was actually, I guess in this situation, I was the man like like I was denied mm. um, sex a lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and how did you deal with that? So <laughs> first, I definitely tried to communicate it. You know, I said, hey, what's going on? You know is it me right like of course there's women it's like is it me like oh my god are you not attracted mm-hmm. to me oh my god right so um, men go through that too so I, I asked you know I asked the questions like is it me it's you know no no I'm tired I need to decompress no no it's not you it's not you mm-hmm. um, but as time goes on you do get tired of the rejection you know you do get frustrated with mm-hmm. trying to figure out something that you don't understand um Mm -hmm. so again i i don't know those women who um (laughs) struggle with performing that that piece of their marriage you know after they've been a mom and you know they've worked eight hours whatever you know i i know that i know that there are some nights that you're tired you know i i I get it. Um, But at some point, you're you've chosen to be in this marriage. I'm not going to say relationships because we're we're talking marriage. Right. But you've chosen me. You've chosen to spend your life with me. So my needs have to matter, you know, and Mm -hmm. uh, at some point I did choose to step out because my needs were not being met. Um, later on, I learned allegedly that it was because of a medical issue, okay, which was never communicated to me. And so I kind of looking back on it, you know, would I have had more patience? Absolutely. But at the time, it just felt like complete rejection. It felt like fuck you I don't care I don't want mm-hmm. you you know you'll be fine I'm, you're, you're mine I don't you know we're, we're married you ain't going nowhere you ain't going to do nothing mm-hmm. um, and and I hear women saying oh well when women cheat it's, it's more emotional it ain't <laughs> you know it, it's a it's it's a, a human desire it's a human need um, and so I definitely tried to communicate my need I asked the questions. I tried, you know, 
Let's go to therapy. Let's do these things. And when all of that was rejected, yeah, you know, I stepped out. Mm -hmm. I definitely stepped Mm -hmm. out. And, and looking back, I was wrong, you know, and I do not, I definitely not proud about it. Um, And regardless Mm -hmm. of how many excuses I can say or reasons I can give for my decision in that, Mm -hmm. it was still wrong. Mm Mm-hmm. To Diva's point, no, we we need to kind of make the decision about what needs to happen. Because if you're not meeting my needs or you're not so concerned or you, you care enough to meet my needs, then we have to evaluate this relationship and this marriage. Yeah. I, I think I think that. <clears throat> And like I said, I'm not talking about just just cheating, like niggas just out here cheating. But I think there are circumstances and situations where, like, it get hard, man. It's like, oh, I got to do something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you have you have women out here that would get mad at they do because the magazines. Let's go back to Charles for a second. The magazines might have been keeping Charles, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in line a little mm-hmm. bit mm-hmm. she got mad about the magazine yeah. how you gonna not get a man none and then get mad if the man gotta you know work on himself you know what i'm saying to keep from going out here and doing something wild because think about it when he stepped out it was after she made a thing about the magazines yeah. like you you putting a man in a position like damn well what is, what is he supposed to do i think i think that what some women i'm not gonna say all women forget is that men are human too like they feel too Mm -hmm. they care too Mm -hmm. they hurt too they need Mm -hmm. too right Mm -hmm. they want to feel wanted right just as Mm -hmm. much as we do you know and and i and i know that i can i know that i have my moments that i'm insecure about myself about my body right we're Mm -hmm. we're getting older (laughs) the grays are coming in you know what i mean the Mm -hmm. the 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 weight isn't coming off as quickly as it used to right so i know that i get insecure and so i know that i i I have to to i want to feel wanted i want to feel loved and Men are the same way, you know, like the same insecurities that we have as women, men have in a different way. And I think that we forget Mm -hmm. even at the the very basis of it all is that I want to know that I'm wanted. I want to know that you care about me. I want Mm -hmm. to know. And and some of that is intimacy. Some of that is physical Mm -hmm. intimacy. And and men aren't mm-hmm. sorry, John, but men don't really care, but they don't need that much, right? <laughs> that's a, but, no, that's but, a fact. But to the the point where men feel that they're wanted and they that they're needed, it is mm-hmm. kind of starting with that sexual piece. You know, yep. and I think that a lot of Absolutely. women forget that. And especially when they get in marriages, like your spouse matters too, you know. And and mm-hmm. I'm not saying that no. You don't you don't have to do it five, six times a week. <laughs> right. No, and no. and uh, um, I mean, I'm hoping that you find somebody that you are sexually compatible with even before you take that step into marriage. But, you know, it's. But you could be you could be sexually and, and this is the part that's not talked about enough either. You could be sexually competitive and, and all o- all over each other. But going in. But life happens. Mm-hmm. Things change mm-hmm. like having children. Mm-hmm can sometimes cause issue stress at work can sometimes cause issue you're not into the same things you was into 10 years ago you know 
it's a it's a lot of things that can happen in between that can that can affect the the sexual thing. So getting back to Charles and his wife, we were seeing it firsthand. She had her reasons for why she wasn't fucking with him, but forgetting like, yeah, you feeling this way about me and you don't want to be intimate with me right now. But you know, at some point, I'm going to have to do something. But I got magazines. I was t- taking my magazines in the bathroom in my <laughs> quiet time. And I was getting right. You found the magazines. You went even told the pastor. You embarrassed me about the magazines. Yeah. Now it's like, damn, you're not going to give me nothing. And I can't look at the, at the magazines. What the hell am I supposed to do? But then she was trying. And I mean, granted, he was mad because of the circumstances to which she came across the, the little negligee but she went she got her little her little you know her little nightgown and she was greeted mm-hmm. by him holding the credit card statement though she was kind of trying you know he looked at her like mike looked at sheila on why did i get married <laughs> when he came in the room and she had that oh, that bastard. on yeah that was a harsh scene fuck mike to this you know. day <laughs> what happened fuck mike to this day <laughs> on site mike <laughs> What might do? <laughs> to this day, Mike. Happened. She lied to you. Cut the lights off. Yo, he was terrible. <laughs> he, he was lied awful. to me. Cut, cut the lights off. Like, it Mike was terrible. Was you never watched Why Did I Get Married? Oh, God. Uh, I, I don't know. Oh, but what Mike do? So, Mike. Jill Scott was Mike. Never mind. We t- it, it, it's something. We'll send you a clip after afterwards <laughs> you can look at. Oh, Why Did I Get Married? Why did I, yes, I did see that. Yeah. I did see that. Okay, I'm but back. That, so, back. he kind of like, because like she was trying, because I think for her, she was feeling like he didn't desire her, right? Um, uh-huh. Not just talking about Sheila, but talking about... Um, you know, Charles's wife, too, you know, not feeling mm-hmm. desired. So trying to make herself like as I think she even told him that I was trying to look like the women in the in your in your magazines. You know what I'm saying? And I think in that moment, they both. But missed, time out. He was he was trying to get with his wife before but she was th- the magazine but she was thinking thing. that he was having something with the woman at the church too simultaneously. But what I was saying is, I think when she said that, that was a missed opportunity for them to really like she was basically telling him. I feel like you don't desire me. I feel like you don't find me attractive. So I went out to try to make myself look like this stuff you're finding interesting. And I feel like that was a missed opportunity for them to have like a conversation. You know, I think I, I think that, first of all, all marriages are, are going to go through these 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 ebb and flows. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and and for women, obviously, our sexual um, our sexual drive most of the time is linked to the emotion of everything else that we're experiencing. So I I understand that Charles and what's the wife's name? I don't know. We don't even know the wife's name. (laughs) So I I know, I know that they're going through something. That's all I got. (laughs) So I do know that, you know, it's, it's very heavy, but I just think that you got to start compartmentalizing you have to compartmentalize the issue because mm-hmm. the bills, you're not going to cut off the bills because you're not getting something over here. Like the bills still got to get paid, right? Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? You still got to eat. So the grocery shopping still has to get done, right? The car note mm-hmm. has to get paid. So you're still going to pay the car note, right? 
Mm-hmm. So why cut mm-hmm. off the sex? Like, but I think because they were having those issues because they are one, they arguing. They not seeing eye to eye about the kids. So like your whole the whole family dynamic at this point is fucked up in that house, for lack of a better word. You know what I'm saying? But I think. So, yes, it's a lot to compartmentalize when it seems like everything work sucks. I'm working at Wendy's. Oh, we just ran into some people we went to high school with and they live in how the hog and we not. You know what I'm saying? You know, mm-hmm. our sons got all this money. We let my, we let our son drive us to to the family's house, and everyone thought we bought a bought a Mercedes. And I got to tell him this my <laughs> son's car. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's like all this trying to still put on this air that life was great. You know, trying to keep mm-hmm. up with the Joneses. Meanwhile, you know, behind closed doors, y'all arguing. You, you, y'all, you know, she wants she wants to have this relationship with Meech, but the dad don't want him nowhere around. You know, it was just a, mm-hmm. it's just a lot. It's going a lot. On. We it's don't a we lot. don't know what the time it's frame was in the in the series. Whether this was really going on for three weeks like we saw it, or if it was really eight months like you know Jonathan said earlier. But the point, I guess, again, I'm just gonna keep saying is. At some point in time, conversations have to be had. So, um, mm-hmm. so John, I guess let, let's let's. I want you to answer the question. Like, at what point, you know, if if a man is not getting that, like, when is it okay? It's never okay. I think that <clears throat> I've actually been in that situation, and I and I think that i think okay is the wrong word because it's it's never okay okay i think i think though i'm big on okay let me say it like this my natural makeup is i'm a very um understanding person okay. and i i do very well with having Empathy. Okay. Not sympathy, but empathy. Okay. Empathy is when you can put yourself in somebody else's mm-hmm. shoes. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people lack empathy. Okay. I think I think a lot of people don't know, especially when it comes to relationships. Now they'll do it with their friends, they'll do it with their family members, but they have a hard time doing it with significant others. Okay. In that take a second and put yourself in that person's shoes. You were able to sort of understand Charles's plight because you've been in his shoes before. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But for people that's never been in those shoes, they don't know how to put themselves there, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I consider myself a person that's had has had a lot of different experiences. And I think that's it's helped me be even more empathetic towards people and things and situations because I've been in a lot of different situations you know what I'm saying and so it's no it's never a a right time but my I was married once before and I'm divorced because my ex-wife stepped out on me Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and my 20 however old I was then my 30 year old I don't even remember how old I was let's say I was 30 my 30 year old self yeah disco ball Huh? The disco ball, Studio Fifty Four. No, I'm, I'm, I am not the oldest person on this show. So, Let's be clear. We are going to stop Ooh. with this. <laughs> with this. No more but, invitations for you to join our show. <laughs> I'm making notes. But I say, I say this to say, my thirty year old self 
thought very differently than my 42-year-old self because now I've gone through experiences. So the way I reacted to that then would be totally different now because now if that was to happen to me, I would be thinking, okay, how did we get here? Mm -hmm. You don't just Mm -hmm. go do Mm -hmm. something like that. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. you will hope Mm -hmm. somebody that you've you've built a relationship with to the point that you got married wouldn't just go do something like that without there being a cause right Mm -hmm. so uh 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 muhammad ali said a man that thinks the same at 50 he did at 25 wasted 25 years Mm -hmm. of his life Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. my mind is different now i went now have to have a conversation and try to figure Mm -hmm. out where did we get off the beating path for you to feel the need to go and step out on somebody else? And so where I didn't have better understanding or empathy for somebody doing that, I now am in a state where I could empathize with somebody and say, okay, you know, where did I go wrong? Where where was I falling short? What did I do to make you feel like you had to do that? What what am I doing or not doing to make you feel like you can't come and talk to me about whatever mm-hmm. it is that you feel? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And so all these things. And so I think a lot of times we get so caught up into the cheating, and I'm not I'm not condoning cheating, but I'm saying I think sometimes we get so caught up in the cheating or the act that we 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 don't take the opportunity to try to figure out the why why and how did we get here yeah. you know no, what i mean I, listen and i 100 <laughs> percent. that 100 yeah. percent makes sense and i i mean even again you know in in this in this moment that i'm i'm speaking of you know if it was a medical situation right mm-hmm. at what point do you not feel comfortable enough to come to your wife to mm-hmm. say that it's something going on Right. Because I've Mm -hmm. I've chosen to say for sickness and health. Right. I've chosen Mm -hmm. for richer, for poor. Mm -hmm. So at what point? And what have yeah. What have you done to make him feel like you can't come to me? Like like what 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 is it? You know, because Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. that to me, that to me says a lot. And it's funny because I I tweeted this uh, yesterday, I think. But I was watching Harlem. but they were having in, in the show, they were having this this really hard conversation. Mm-hmm. But I said, hard conversations matter mm-hmm. because I, 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 I suspect and I would I would probably bet my life savings on it that these long lasting relationships that we witness around us. And it's it's not a ton for me. But I mean, you know, my mm-hmm. aunts and uncles, but I'm talking about our age. Mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. do require hard conversations. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you feel that you can't have this hard conversation with me? Right. What is what are you fearful of or, or what have I shown you that I can't be trusted with what you're going through? Well, one element, if a man and I, I could say this speaking as a man, if a man is having issues with with his sexual, his libido or his erection, right? <clears throat> it's, it's the first thing we're battling is embarrassment. That's the okay. very first thing. The, the, so the em, embarrassment is sometimes, embarrassment is sometimes as strong as fear. Now fear is the greatest enabler. If you, if you're afraid, it'll stop you in your tracks. I put embarrassment kind of up there with it because people will kill 
out of being embarrassed. People mm-hmm. will kill themselves mm-hmm. out of being embarrassed. Mm-hmm. Like that's a very strong thing, a very strong emotion. And so for men not being able, a, a man feels manly in his his sex, his his sexual being, right? And so when he doesn't have that, he feels less of a man. And then feeling less of a man, once you have that, it starts to affect your everything. Two things that that two things that are strongly make a man feel less than a man. He can't perform sexually and his finances is fucked up. Okay. If a man can't can't take care of himself or take care of things, he feels less of a man. So you're battling that. Okay. So for me, I'm gonna just speak for me in this instance. For me, it's important for me to build a relationship with a woman that we can talk about anything. Mm-hmm. I'm very big on not being judgmental. Okay. That's on purpose. Because if you're dealing with somebody that you feel could be judgmental, it's hard to talk to that person. It's hard to be open and clear with that person. And so anybody I'm dealing with, I'm big on, listen, it's, it's nothing. Nothing is crazy. Nothing is over the top. Nothing is so out there. Let's talk about it. Tell me about mm-hmm. it. This is a judgment free zone. I think that's important so that when you get to those moments where we're talking about where he couldn't perform and he didn't feel comfortable coming to you about that. It's because I feel like those that's something that has to be built up on the little things over time so that when the big thing comes, we're already used to, like you said, having those tough conversations. Yeah. It's building those those uh, habits that over time yeah. that prepare you for when the big stuff comes. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, and I I, so, I, 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 I 1000% agree. I mean, because I, I think, you know, I mean, obviously you, you've been married before. So to your point, growth is important, right? So we have to take a minute to step back and say, okay, well, here's what I could have done differently. And I'm not going to say wrong because I don't think that there's a wrong or right. I think that we grow from our experiences. So there are certain things that I, I know that I've, I experienced and I, I can say that I've, I've grown from, but looking back, we did not have the foundation of those tough conversations. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It was, it was very surface. Mm-hmm. It was very surface mm-hmm. and we never got an opportunity to to dig deep. And I'm not going to say it was me, but I will say that I know that I'm very sensitive. And so my sensitivity doesn't mean that you can't say what you're feeling to me. Right. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't mean mm-hmm. that you can't tell me what's going on or, or something that's affected you that I've done. I'm going to cry mm-hmm. if the child dies on the TV or <laughs> if I drop mm-hmm. and break my water bottle, I'm a cry. Like I'm going to cry, mm-hmm. but that's just mm-hmm. that that has nothing to do with what I can take or what I can hear or what, what I, what I, I need to hear from you. So mm-hmm. I can probably say that my sensitivity is probably something that people probably walk a very fine line with mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but i'm a strong woman you know like <laughs> i've gotten through a lot of tough shit but i but understand I that my reaction is probably what hinders some of those 
those hard conversations. Mm -hmm. But as a man, I can tell you this, too. A lot of times men don't say and don't do is because of what you just said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Most men Mm -hmm. don't. We definitely can't stand to see a, a woman cry, a woman, period. We definitely don't want to see our woman crying. And we definitely don't want to see our woman crying behind something that we said or did. Right. So, so many things get unsaid. So many things get hidden. So many things get mm-hmm. pushed under the rug mm-hmm. because of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. A dude, a dude step out. He have a, 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 a indiscretion. Now, it's some, it's some trifling niggas. Though. It's just some flat out trifling niggas. We're not talking about them. I'm talking about the guys mm-hmm. that's trying mm-hmm. to do right. Mm-hmm. That may slip up. They will, tr- they would rather hide that from you and pray that you never find out. They're not doing that because they the ter- they're the most terrible person in the world. They genuinely know that this will hurt you, and they are genuinely trying not to do that. And they would rather hide. But see, that's the that's the uh, bad information. Or, or that's the result of non-information, not having an OG or an older man telling you and teaching you like, bruh, it's better to go to her and talk about Definitely. it than hide it, right? Definitely. Because most men experiences from other men is that, hey, don't let her find that out. Don't, you don't <laughs> want her to know that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so talking about those habits we can build good habits we can build bad habits and a lot of times we build bad habits and that's the thing that we have to conquer and that's why i don't like how uh a lot of people especially on social media shun men having podcasts Mm. because if the women would give it a chance they could learn a lot of shit i agree from these guys having podcasts you are absolutely right because they're i mean i listen and not only you know your show but all, first of all, all of our shows on the network, I mean, I think mm-hmm. there's some that I, I think I see a little differently. But, you know, there are a lot of, of podcasts led by men that I'm able to hear something differently, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and maybe try not to take it as personally and not receive Bingo. it to my sensitive side. <laughs> Bingo. But, Bingo. But I do. I do know and, and I think that I, I think I, I've said this before, but if if I'm crying, it's because I care. Like mm, it's because okay. I've I've allowed you in to that 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 part of me, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I and Diva Diva will say this all the time, you know. Like I don't have a middle. <laughs> I don't have I don't have a middle mm-hmm. line. Like it's 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 hot or cold. Mm-hmm. I care or I don't. Like I don't. Okay. Know, I can kind of okay. see how you. F- no, I care or I don't. And if I don't. Mm-hmm then you don't get the emotional Alicia. You don't get that sensitive part. You can tell me I did A, B, C, and D, and I'll be like, oh, you finished now? Like, you know, Mm, or you can tell me what you're feeling and what you're experiencing, and I'm going to receive it Mm -hmm. in a different way because I care about you and I care about what you're feeling. But it doesn't mean Mm -hmm. that I'm taking it so personally that I can't hear or I can't adjust or I can't learn. Mm -hmm. It's It's just that side of me. You know, Mm -hmm. so I do think that marriages, you know, and and in Charles, in this case, like hard conversations matter. Right. And and I I, that's what I tweeted, like hard conversations matter. And I do believe that most relationships, the long lasting ones have those hard conversations, you know, and they get Mm -hmm. through them because if I can't hear what you're feeling or thought or what you're experiencing, 
Mm-hmm. How can we grow? We're always going to be surface or we're going to get to a certain point and we're just going to stop. Mm-hmm. We're just going to stop and we're going to operate in a, oh, I don't want to do too much. I don't want to step on toes or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't I don't want to I don't want to say too much because I don't want to bring this up. But that's how you grow. Right. That's mm-hmm. because I'm not going to be the same person I am in 2020 or that I was in mm-hmm. 2020 that I am in 2023. And I hope mm-hmm. that I'm not the same person that I am in 2033 that I am in 2023. You know what I mean? Like, right. like I hope to grow. So I just mm-hmm. think that as long as we're relationships and marriages really do just require having those hard conversations. And if and the a woman cannot or she doesn't feel like she can get there sexually, like she has to say that because I think that that's just mm-hmm. that's selfish. That's very selfish. Yeah. And a lot of women have to learn too. going back to Charles and his wife to to they don't women don't women are women are great at piling on the bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I mean by that is everything that you do wrong, she has no problem letting you know she has no problem showing you and expressing how she feels about all the bad that you do or all the things that you may not be doing or all the things that she don't agree with. Right. But they, a lot of women are not great with piling on the good. So what I mean by that is men want to feel wanted, needed, appreciated, right? Okay. So you got this laundry list of all the things that he's not doing, right? But then he hears you on something and he does that. Mm -hmm. Show that appreciation to that, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, you had a laundry list of shit, but he did one of the things. Mm -hmm. When you show that appreciation to that that one thing... Mm -hmm. Guess what happens? Yep. He's he made you happy. He made you smile. You wanted to give him some. Now he like shit. What else was on that list? <laughs> now he got motivation, yeah, yeah. right? But what happens is, well, I said a nigga do A, do, B, C, and D. You just did A. A nigga, yeah. A nigga do one thing. I mean, you did that. I wish he'd do the other shit. That I, you know yeah, what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. damn. Appreciate the man for the one. He heard you on something and build that up. And I find that women can be selfish sometimes in that, in that they want to be praised. They want to be showered. They want to be treated like a queen. They want to be dated. They want to be all, but they don't want to give that in return. You know what I'm saying? And if more women, right, could get out of their emotions and be honest with themselves you can have that volleyball thing between you and your man because now you're you're both you should be trying to figure out how to get the best version of me mm-hmm. what you need to do to yep. get the best version of me yep. and vice versa yep. and vice versa but i'm telling you it's a lot of women that don't do that they no. think that the no, i'm gonna tell you they think that the man should already know everything he's supposed to do Right. And I shouldn't have to tell you or teach you or coach you or, or push you to do nothing. You should just automatically do this because you a man. Right. And, and I would say and I and I would say this and, and kind of backtrack into my previous point. I think that a lot of women forget. Diva, Diva you mighty quiet. Over there. You better jump in. There. But I'm going to say this. <laughs> I want Diva to jump in. But I think a lot of women forget myself included. And I think that probably probably leads to a, a little bit of my my sensitivity is realizing that I'm not perfect either. Facts. Right? I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, and, mm-hmm. and and there are things that I do or things that I've done, right? Or things mm-hmm. that he needs that mm-hmm. I think I'm perfect, right? I'm perfect. Like, mm-hmm. I'm, 
<laughs> Most women <laughs> think they perfect. You got me. Like, but you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But 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 stepping back and acknowledging that no, I'm human. We're human. We're mm-hmm. not perfect. Facts. But Facts. but our goal, our goal should be to be the best provider of whatever our partner needs. You know? And and I would bet money. I would bet all the money in, that I have. How much you that got? men I, I'm not saying that online. <laughs> that men is it one night right? or um naked and afraid or is it two or nights? two nights. You got five nights, <laughs> six nights, got a week. It's a few nights. But listen, but listen. <laughs> I would bet every dollar that more men, men are more tolerant of women's shortcomings than women are of men. Absolutely. I bet everything. I, oh, absolutely. Most men, most men, because abs- we're so, we're no so fucking simple. I have no question. We're so simple. It's, y'all don't, y'all have no idea how many things that a man wish that you would do differently or something about. It's a laundry list, but you'll never hear about them. You know why? Because at the end of the day, we like, it ain't that deep. Hmm. She makes sure I'm fed. She loving me good. She makes me feel appreciated. I can live with all this sugar. But a woman, shit. She gonna, she not tolerate nothing, nigga. You better get perfect. You better get perfect quick or I'm out of here. That's women. And that's why a lot of women uh, will are alone and will continue to be alone. Hmm. But I digress. We was supposed to talk about BMF. This no, why this y'all is perfect. This, this is again. good. This is perfect. <laughs> Okay, so we talked about Charles and his wife. Diva, did you want to jump in on something on that? I'm, Any of that? I'm not gonna say no. I'm not gonna jump in because I don't feel like I'm 100 percent qualified to speak about what happens in marriages since I've never been married. Um, oh, that don't mean I you're mean, not qualified. I, You've been in long term relationships. Right. That's a marriage. And you can talk about what you want in your marriage. I mean, true. I mean, I again, I just think that I'm in a place where. Based off of like my previous relationships, I've tried to be more consciously um, a better communicator. I think um, okay. I I am I always have been like a person who's appreciative of of little things. So I do try to make sure that I communicate like gratitude um, mm. instead of assuming that the person knows that they're appreciated. You know, mm-hmm. you hear that enough in your life, like, well, I never thought you really appreciated anything, you know, because blah, 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 blah. So just trying to be more verbal about communicating appreciation for things that are um, that are done, um, even if it's things that people expect, you know, that's supposed to just be normal. You know, I've heard people say before, oh, well, you sh- people don't need to tell you, you know, thank you for that because that's just what you're supposed to do. But a lot of times doing what you're supposed to do depending on everything else you're juggling actually Mm -hmm. was a task. It was actually hard for you to get it done, but you did it because you wanted to, because you knew the impact of what you were going to do. So just trying to be more appreciative, making sure that um, I'm just, like I said, just a better communicator. I think um, I've always been a person to hold stuff in and Mm -hmm. in turn, it turns me into an Alicia where once I get to my point, I'm crying over everything, you know, and then I'm like, either I'm crying it, or we I'm cutting done. that shit right. off. I'm crying, I'm cussing, I'm angry, you know, I'm doing all the bad stuff. I'm doing everything wrong in the process mm-hmm. because I let stuff go instead of 
addressing yeah. it firsthand, you know. So I um yeah, I just I guess kind of like agree with the stuff y'all were saying. I think it's very important to make sure people are communicating instead of trying to have to fix it after the fact. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. as a person who's had to try to fix something after the fact and never being able to really move past it, sometimes it's not something that you can repair. Because, you know, that's another thing. You know, if you're going to put yourself in that situation like, oh, this happened. Now we're talking about it. I see how we got there. It's not going to happen again. You have to be honest with yourself to understand that once y'all talk about it, it's kind of you got to be in a place also to where it's not fair to bring it up every time something else happens, you know. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, understanding the principles of fighting fair, things of that of that nature, mm-hmm. you know. So just having to have real conversations. Like I know Alicia was talking about having these hard conversations. These hard conversations aren't always necessarily between you and someone mm-hmm. else. Some, the first one has to start in, internally. You have to have these real hard conversations Absolutely. with yourself. Say that. And, mm-hmm. you know. Say that. That, you know, I spent... A long time, like a year or so, just kind of talking to me so I could understand what mm-hmm. I wanted to do, what I needed to fix in myself. Absolutely. To try to get the things that I feel that I'm worthy of having. So absolutely. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's right. that's that's absolutely true. I mean, I think I I agree because those hard conversations, you have to talk yourself off of this 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 ledge that you've created in your head sometimes mm-hmm. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. based on those past experiences based on those past mm-hmm. traumas and say you know what we're not here those don't exist here right and and mm-hmm. talking yourself off of that ledge i do want to since we're kind of here i want to i want to stay here we had a couple topics and i okay. think one of these john will will kind of fit into this so we came across this uh post about men getting married okay oh okay and the benefit that men in 2023 now see in marriage hmm what's what's that so the benefit go ahead you want me to read it so i came across this this tweet because i follow um ocho cinco and i'd seen a reply he made to a tweet and I'm I'm guess I'm sure it was in joking his response but then it took me back to the original tweet. But the okay. original tweet was honest question what benefit does a man have getting married nowadays? Now, of course we want to hear your thoughts but I'm going to just read you a couple of the things that people tweeted. Um now Ocho Cinco said her money. We all know Ocho Cinco has made it clear. <laughs> That is never his, 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 he's not one that's focused on that. But I saw one person said that married men are physically, emotionally, and financially healthier. And then someone else said, the person who po- who um, posted the tweet said, I'd agree and say that men in, rela- that's a man in any relationship, not just in marriage. Um, mm-hmm. I saw social status um, in certain circles and professions, um, but also support, companionship, teamwork, additional income, consistency. Um, you know, this was, but this actually came from a woman. She was like, you know, I probably should let my, my husband reply, but I guess that's what she got from him. And then someone else said marriage is meant to benefit your future generations, not you merging two families and providing a stable household to build a family on is priceless. You shouldn't be looking for benefits from a woman as you will grow resentful when you realize that there aren't any. 
And then the last one I saw that was worth talking about, besides the person who's, who, the three people who said not a damn thing, um, <laughs> there are no benefits, um, was tax breaks. That's about it. There are two sides to marriages, the legal side in which the government sees two individuals as a unit. And then the personal religious side that has nothing to do with the government. You can have the latter without officially being married. Hmm. Amen. Hmm. So I'm going to hmm. leave y'all with that. Well, and we're going to turn this to you because, you know, you the man. So oh, you want me to go first? You the man. You, you the man, first. John. <laughs> okay. So, um, and I could talk, I could talk about this in a personal aspect because. Um, You've said before, like you don't. Like I, I've heard you say, like you didn't desire to be married. I didn't. I didn't. But <clears throat> I've come to realize that I was speaking from a place of um, uh, pride. I'm gonna say. Okay. So my 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 mind has changed recently on this, and so I'm gonna explain how it came about. So, like I said, I've been married before, went through divorce. How long were you married? I. Oh God! I hate when people ask this because I honestly don't remember. Um, five years more than five, less than five. I want to say. I want to say just about. Um, it might have been more than five. It might have been five to ten. No, it wasn't ten years. I think it was. A, we was together a total of ten years. I want to say it might have been. Let's say five or six years. Okay. We were married. Okay. So, so a significant together. amount of time. Yeah. So, um, uh, so yeah, so was married, got divorced or whatever, told you the reason. And so, so let's go all the way back to when we got married. Let's start there. So the wedding and reception was a fucking blur. Like, <laughs> were you drunk? We went through, we, no, 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 wasn't drunk at all. <laughs> went through, we went through, I'll never forget it. We went through all that. And it's when we got on the honeymoon. You know, me and her was talking and we was like, yo, weddings are really for everybody else. It's not really for us. Mm. It's it's for it's it's a show and a thing. You spend this money and it's really for everybody else to enjoy your wedding or, you know, wedding and reception. So I think my mind hasn't changed on the fact that I don't need to have a big wedding. Okay. Um, I'm good with. Instead of spending a bunch of money on the wedding per se, I'd rather take that money and me and my wife go on the most lavish honeymoon that we can mm. buy because the honeymoon is the part that's really for us, mm. not the wedding and the reception. That's for everybody else. So I've established that. Over BG. <laughs> Over the uh, last few years, I have spent a whole lot of time with my children, okay. right? And in spending a whole lot of time with my children, I now feel like I have a very strong sense of what single motherhood is like. Now, I have my kids, when me and my kids' mom broke up, we we came to the arrangement where you know, I'm strong in my kids' life. So I have I have my kids three to four times a week. Okay. No question. Okay. okay. And in that time, two of those years, my kids were we were homeschooling. So that means 
when she had them, she had to take care of school. When I have them, I have to take care of school. So I've spent a lot of time with my children. And to the point where I've had moments of being stressed out. (laughs) I've had moments of being overwhelmed. I've had moments of feeling like I wanted to give up. Mm -hmm. And I started to say to myself, I just got two. How the hell do women do this with three and four and five kids? And so as a man, I started to restructure my thinking in that I think I understand why it's important to have a two-parent household, why it's important to have a significant other. Because I get a lot of stuff done. And I feel like I could do that times 10 if I had another person, a significant mm, other. Mm, right. Mm. So I'm like, yo, maybe I'm tripping on not wanting to ever get married again. Like maybe I didn't think this thing fully through. But mind you, like I said earlier, when you life happens and experiences change your mind, change your mindset, change your ideas. And I think I've come to a new mindset of I'm not opposed to getting married again. Now it doesn't have to be traditionally, you know, we have this wedding and we walk down the aisle, you know, whatever, but I do need a partner. I put it like that. And so now my mindset in dating or dealing with women is now I have to think about things that I've never thought about before. Not only is this person good for me, is this person good for my children? Because like I said, I'm strong in my children's life. So to deal with me now, you have to understand that you're going to have to get to know my kids. You're going to be around my kids. Are you somebody that's okay with that? Do you have kids? How old are your kids? Will your kids coexist with my kids? Mm -hmm. You know, it's now it's a whole different world for me right and it's a whole new world for me but what was the original question i don't got off that <laughs> what what is the benefit but i think you kind of answered that oh it's like you know so, yeah but so to the you, benefit it's a helpmate it's a helpmate it's a helpmate it is, it is yes, a true absolutely helpmate. it's a true helpmate absolutely and i absolutely. and i i think you know i, I know that the question is kind of geared um it is geared for men but i, I think that men i think um society has has put you guys at a higher place in terms of the beneficiaries of a marriage right because a woman a woman well i don't know maybe maybe we are allegedly the beneficiaries because we're supposed no, y'all to y'all are definitely the beneficiaries yeah but 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 i think that we've you know we we've come so far from that i think at the end of the day we have really shifted from this I, and, and this kind of gets into this whole asap Rihanna thing and we can kind of touch on this a little Mm -hmm. bit this was a topic we were going to get into about this whole leading leading a relationship right Mm, let's talk about it because I do think that I I think leading is an old concept it is And, and and I think that we there are a lot of people men there are some men and some women I think but forget that we evolve. We have evolved. And evolution yes. is okay. Evolution is perfectly fine. Why is it 
that we have to tear down on the surface what appears to be a very happy household because it doesn't appear to fit in our box of what's supposed to be right mm-hmm. this whole thing about asap rocky leading from or the picture right he, he's behind rihanna and she's holding his hand mm-hmm. like you guys know there was this whole this is still going on right this whole two-week conversation mm-hmm. about asap rocky being behind rihanna in this picture mm-hmm. where do we remember or when do we start to really consider that we want to see each other win male mm-hmm. or f- woman or man i want to see you win so why don't I tell people why don't we want to see I rihanna say, win i say all the time now uh for one men a lot of men don't know the true definition of submission let's start with that one two i think i think the man the do as I say follow my lead I think it's an old concept in that like you said women are have have evolved to the point where this is not this is not you know the 60 50s 60s and 70s where a woman needs a man to survive right we 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 not in that we not in that era anymore and I tell people all the time I I don't I, I need a partner. I need a partner a in partner. crime. Partner. I want a partner. Right. I want to. I want a partner. I want a sidekick. I'm not trying to rule over nobody or or regular. Now, naturally, some things are going to happen naturally because I'm a man. And if you and and I would say to the men, if you carry yourself like a man, naturally, there's some things a woman is going to. It's it's going to just have that dynamic without you having to say it or be loud about it. You know what I mean? If she see that you can handle business, she going to let you handle business. And she going to, how can, how can I help with the handling of the business? Right. If you're going to be a nigga that's just going to, you know, let your, your woman lead or let your woman carry the weight, then that's, that's a whole different conversation. But I'm talking about a man really carrying himself like a man. Like he, he like, look, I got you, you got me type of thing, right? It's it's a partnership. It's a and, partnership. And this need, it's need. So getting it's to the picture, I get what people were saying about the picture, but I think we spend too much time on the smallest shit. Like the picture is a small thing. Now, for seeing Rocky holding his child, I just told you, I'm a man that spends a lot of time. I spend more time with my children than most men. I know this as a fact. When when I talked about on Separate the Two podcast, make sure you check that out. Um, about when my kids went back to going to school, and mm-hmm. I cried on the first day of school. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. that came from an emotion of I have spent a lot of I have a different connection with my children mm-hmm. that I had before mm-hmm. now. Right, mm-hmm. and and I have done something that most men have never done. Mm-hmm. So looking at ASAP and his and holding his baby, I saw a man that is not only ecstatic of about being a dad, right? But it it displayed like his love and his care for his child. That's what I got out of it. I wasn't looking I at just, it like, oh, he's a leader. I just leader. wonder, she the wonder when when do we as a people start to change the narrative, right? Mm-hmm. It would never change. But 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 to your point, this is a black 
couple, a successful black couple, each of them that in their own space. That most that most people talking shit about ain't never witnessed. <laughs> Let's and we clear. don't know what's going on behind closed doors. But on the surface, again, these mm-hmm. are two successful black people. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I see a black man on the cover of the fucking whitest magazine in the world holding his mm-hmm. child. When do we change the narrative that black men are fathers? This is like, yeah. like why do we have to, to go to such a, a negative space about it and not celebrate it for our own people? Like when do we as a people even, change the narrative? Even that black men being deadbeats is even outdated because statistically nope, the black man is more involved in and, and, their and kids here's a picture. Here's a picture for you. Here's a picture. Here's a picture. Yeah, yeah. Here's a picture Absolutely. of a black man Absolutely. being a father, happily Absolutely. being a father, a father first. If if we want to be be you know technical on the picture, he's being a father here's first. The other, here's the other thing that people missed about that picture that had a lot to say about it. Right, the magazine was interviewing, or it was a call for Rihanna. I was right? just about to say that. Right. So Rihanna could have left. Her, Rihanna could have left her man no, off of it. Right. But show the love and the respect that she had for her dude. She's saying, I'm not doing no fucking magazine cover without my man being on the cover. Most of these niggas wish they had that. You see what I'm saying? Most niggas don't even have enough respect for they from their woman that they would drag their man to something that they was invited to. Let's talk about that. Like, I get tired of... <laughs> these men <laughs> that get on here talking shit that probably don't even have a woman or have a woman that respect them as a man having all this stuff to say you know what I'm saying we we spent like I, I say this all the time we spend too much time on the wrong shit we're ter- on the wrong we, shit we tear we tear each other down and again you know I I, I know professionals at it and I and I know and I know that we want I know my dad, I was raised by a black man, right? My parents are still mm-hmm. together 42 years, mm-hmm. right? So I, mm-hmm. I know I know what that looks like. But I also know that I've evolved. My generation has evolved a little. Mm-hmm. So I know mm-hmm. my mom. We're not our parents. We're not, we're our, not parents. our parents. No, Mm-mm. my mom, I think she maybe has an associate's degree, right? Mm-hmm. I have three degrees. So... Mm-hmm. My financial base is mm-hmm. going to be a little bit higher as a woman, right? But but let's let's but I but I don't want I would be I would be terrible if I not say this, right? There is an agenda to demask what's the word? Emasculating. Uh, emasculating men. There is an agenda on that. I'm not I I would dare not say that's not a thing, right? That is definitely a thing. All I'm saying is it ain't the it ain't the it ain't the Rihanna and her man. It's not every situation, cover. right? It's That's not, not what's doing it. That's not the problem. What we saw in that magazine cover is not the problem. What, now, what, what it's, is it's a lot of what stuff? What is emasculating men? What is happening? Okay, well, shoot, where do I begin? Um, uh, damn near everything is anti what we know to be a traditional man. If if you are a traditional man, if you see yourself as a man, right, then you're toxic. Being a man is considered toxic. 
right? If if I say if I say I don't want my son to sit and and have to be have to watch other men on TV act like women, I'm a toxic man or I'm somehow um instilling some toxic masculine masculinity on my son. And I'm saying no. I'm not going to let you confuse my 8-year-old. You know, men don't act like women. That's not I'm not I'm not saying that to not what somebody is or what somebody feels they is. I'm just saying one day maybe my son might feel like he want to be a woman, but I'm gonna damn sure make sure that he understand the differences between a man and a woman because there is a difference. Which is okay. What? What are the differences? The, every everything. <laughs> I'm a man and you're a woman. I have a I have a penis and okay. you you have a vagina. So, so you aside, know, aside aside from aside from the physical. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What if 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 allowing your son, and this is we're just mm-hmm. you know conversation, but if allowing your son to play with a Barbie or mm-hmm. paint his nails, mm-hmm. is that emasculation? Uh, so I play with I play with uh, so context is important. Okay. So let me say this. I played with Barbies as a little boy, okay. right? But you know, you know why I was playing with the Barbies? Because my wrestling men and my action figures needed girlfriends. <laughs> no, but but that's important, right? I wasn't playing with Barbies because I wanted to do what girls did, okay. right? Okay. I was playing with. I would go get my sister's Barbies because I felt like Hulk Hogan needed a girlfriend, right? Because in wrestling, sometimes uh, Macho Man used to come out with Elizabeth, right? His wife, right? So I was like, dang, they didn't sell Elizabeth action figure. At least I didn't have it. So I made one of my sister's Barbies Elizabeth, (laughs) right? His wife, Hulk Hogan, or Macho Man need a wife. So context is important. So my dad, when my dad seen me playing with the Barbies, he didn't think, oh, (laughs) let me take this Barbie from my son. Because he's seen, oh, okay, I see. That's, yeah, a man... You know, I, w- I want him to know that a man needs needs a woman or a man, you know, is going to one day want a woman. Right. That's that's the that's a natural thing. Right. So context is important. Now, if my son only playing with Barbies and and he don't care for for, you know, what we would call what boys would do, then I would be a little concerned. Like, why is it that you only want to play with Barbies? Right. I learned how to braid hair when I was young, right? Because I, I grew up with three, two older sisters and a younger sister. I learned how to braid hair, right? When my when when my father seen me do that, right? He's, he I remember he was like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm just checking this out. Like, what what is this fascination for braiding hair, right? Guess what? I got a daughter, right? Guess what I had to do the other day when her braid came out? I had to braid her hair back up, right? That's something I learned when I was young, how to braid hair, right? But if my father seen all I wanted to do was, you know, now men could be. Let me, I was going to say, because could, there are a yeah, number of successful men, men yeah, straight men, men who are beauticians. Let, let me be clear. Men could be hairstylists, right? But, but, but if that's all I wanted to do, that would be a, that, that would be a concern. That would be a concern of mine. 
They all. What is this? What is this fascination? Because Landon don't know nothing about no being a beautician. You know what I'm saying? Now he might say, "Oh, I wanted to learn how to braid it. So if we at school and Hollow Hollow's braid coming out, I won't be able to put a braid. I'm cool with that." But you wouldn't be cool with if he said, "I want to grow up and do women's hair." Yeah, when he when he's old enough to understand context, right? But the what if it's something he's naturally of, gifted at? And so so he has Harlow's hair, Harlow's Barbies, and he's braiding them down and doing it up and putting a little nice cut on it. You're gonna you're gonna stop your son if he's naturally gifted at it? Let's start with some clippers. <laughs> <laughs> Learn how to cut hair first and then we'll graduate to do it here. <laughs> I just think I just think it's it I just think it's important. It's just like I'm not against um my son having a kitchen. But his kitchen ain't going to be pink. You know, his kitchen going to probably have a grill on it or something like, you know, what I'm saying it's like, let's 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 not. Here's the best way to put it. Here's the best way to put it. Balance is important. Right. In anything we do, we should have balance. That's all I'm saying. Some some stuff is becoming unbalanced. It's becoming unbalanced. It's really I just think unbalanced. I just think that it's leaning too heavy one way. But to your to your your agreement a minute ago that said we are not our parents. Facts. Our Facts. kids are not us. Now, our kids are not us and they are by all rights and I say this because mine is you know, and I, I haven't, you know, I'm still kind of working through this. So I don't, I'm, I'm working, I'm working through this. So I, I say this and I know we're, we're kind of coming up on time. So we're probably going to cut the rest of the show, Diva. I'm sorry. Diva's been like messaging <laughs> me on the side. But my, my child has told me that she's trans. Okay. Okay. And I'm, I'm processing it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm processing. I kind of regret this because I forgot I forgot I forgot. It's okay. Aspect. No no no, but it's okay. But because but it's your feelings, and that's and that's fine. And I mean, and okay. and I I'm with you. I'm with you. Okay. Because okay. I I I would argue that you can put everything blue and black and gray and green mm-hmm. in front mm-hmm. of your son. And mm-hmm. show him well, what, and show him what you feel mm-hmm. is manly, and mm-hmm. define so, define masculinity. Let me let me hit you with something, and I'm and and, and again, I'm judgment free, and I'm saying people are free to be whatever they mm-hmm. want to be, right? But let me say this, because because I believe this to be a fact, okay. Some things are learned behavior, okay? For an example, I'm going to use this for an example, and, and you could agree or disagree, right? I remember when I was a little boy, right? And we would watch, we, my dad would go to Earl's, for those of y'all old enough to remember Earl's. <laughs> Dave, Earl's Dave was like a Earl's video card? store. <laughs> it was like a... What? Did you now, say Earl's that I have was a, a video store? Yeah, your Earl's card. <laughs> I'm t- so Earl- I'm tired of being the butter all the um <laughs> all the elderly jokes today. And I did not. I didn't get my first card for, was for um, Blockbuster. Yeah, me too. But 
I remember my dad going to Earl's and he would get the Bruce Lee movies, right? Okay. He would bring Bruce Lee movies home. We would watch Bruce Lee. And as soon as Bruce Lee went off, I was running around the house, kicking in Wuhan and all that, <laughs> like Bruce Lee, right? So going back to an agenda, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about agenda. Okay. And media, and especially social media, is a very strong component in creating learned behavior, okay? I'm going to give another example. Let's fast forward to today. We saw a post a couple weeks ago of these big red Mario brother shoes. <laughs> and the first time the shoes was posted, everybody talk about, Ew, oh, they done lost their mind. Is. What the hell? Oh my God. Who would the? I wish I would. And look what they did. Look what they did. A week or a week or so later, in the beginning of the NBA game, uh, OKC was playing somebody, and the star player from OKC is walking into the mm-hmm. arena with what on these big Mario mm-hmm. boots, mm-hmm. and instantly the next day I saw, well they don't look that bad, <laughs> right? <laughs> they still do. <laughs> Right, but because why? Because some of us are not easily. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So now let's go to a child, right? A child is 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 uh is trained and manipulated, right? I use my children again as an example. My kids had no idea what a curse word was because me and their mama don't curse around them, even though I curse. Uh, uh, their grandparents don't. Nobody curses. My kids had no idea what curse words were. Okay. Went to school within two <laughs> weeks. They know every damn Fuck curse word they is, right? <laughs> right. So I had to immediately have conversations with my kids and explain to them curse words and and what they are mm-hmm. and why you shouldn't say mm-hmm. them uh, uh landon has this thing now what the what the and i had to explain landon you are assinuating let me explain oh you know what i'm saying i'm living in them so days I'm, right now too oh my god what the you better not finish that statement yeah exactly <laughs> but what i'm saying is and, and 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 i'm not trying to offend anybody but i'm just saying just just going back to the programming and the things that are happening right if everything now we look at is my landing is eight, right? Let's say let's say he 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 feeling some type of weight, right? He don't know. He don't he don't know what being gay is. He don't know what well he might because he had a little boy um in kindergarten that was coming to school dressed as a girl. And I had to have that conversation mm-hmm. with him, right? But sometimes We've seen on social media where parents are kind of pushing that on the kid, right? And these are the most uh, impressionable times of your life, right? When when you're a child. Mm -hmm. And if your child is constantly being like how we were, we was, we was, we were singing, uh, speaking of R. Kelly. I remember I was in damn near elementary school singing Jodeci. Twelve and play. 
Yeah, R. Kelly and all this. One. And uh, and and because of it, a lot of us became sexually active very early, right? Because we got exposed to things. I wasn't a whore, but I'm saying we were we were doing things that we had no business doing at a you know at a very young age. We was we understood and was privy well, to my, things. That my we generation had no business. didn't have that problem, you know, because that was the '70s. Right. It was a different so time. We didn't have that problem. But, <laughs> Because <laughs> that was so the look, so so I hear you. So I, I you march with Dr. King, but you get what I'm I hear getting you. at, right? I hear you, and I okay. I think I think as a parent of a trans teenager that I can see both sides of this argument. Now I will say that for my child, mm-hmm. that that's not the case. Like okay. I know that, and y'all got to bear with me on these pronouns because I'm still working on them. Okay. <laughs> that they felt differently very early. Okay. And as a single mother, the parent that was present, the parent that's there every day seeing the progression of it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I can say that this isn't a social media push, right? Mm-hmm. I would argue for my child that this is how they've always felt. Mm-hmm. No matter how many skirts I tried to put them I would in. Say Autumn was dressed down. Autumn and, and, and Ace is my child's name. Okay. Ace did not wear dresses refused from day one out the gate so no matter how many barbie dolls or pink toys or purple shirts there was a there was clearly something within them that they felt so i just say that to say i hear you and and there are some pieces of me that i do think that the conversations that ace and i have had are driven are driven because of the access that that is there. Not necessarily social media, but the access of information, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, can I? Can I? I'm, I'm gonna tell you. It's very uncomfortable for me because um, you know I love Ace like you do, and and I'm not saying this yeah. to you know it, it doesn't change nothing for me, right? But but on on what you said, because there's there's another part to it that. You know, and this is uncomfortable for me, but I'm a, I'm a, no, let's talk. talk. About We're talking. Right Listen, okay. we are talking. Okay. <clears throat> we know that you could be born with, I'm going to use the word imbalances, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And those imbalances show up in many different ways, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there was a time that medic, it was, it was, it was viewed as a, a medical thing. Okay. Right? Without, without getting all deep into uh-huh. all of this, right? Mm-hmm. Society took that away. Why did they do that? Because they don't want to be viewed as having a, a medical imbalance, right? Okay. So you could be, you could, you could, you could. You could be born with a lot of Imbalances. mental, mm-hmm. you know, things, right? Mm-hmm. 
And so we, it's not talked about, but it's a thing. It, it is, it's a thing that exists, right? Now, if, if I came back, if, if, if I was born and I grew up and I've always had battle with depression, right? Uh-huh. We'll go, we'll go try to get, get you help or get you yep. because that starts in some people at a very young age yep. right not driven by social media yep. not nothing that they seen Absolutely. it's just I, it's I a, got it, this it, thing it is, it is it is a it's, chemi- just, it's chemical it is chemical yeah yes yeah so so this is this has become though the thing that we say okay we we're not going to address it as that just just let them you know, whatever it is that they feeling, just let them be that. And I'm saying, I'm not saying I'm against it. I'm not saying I have a problem with it. I'm just saying that's what we've done. We've basically said, let's just, you know, let let them rock with it, right? But it would be equivalent to saying if somebody, they're trying to push now. Because of this, they're trying to push now these grown folk that have this uh, attraction to younger folk. Yeah, that's never going to be. They're trying having that. They're tr- but, but I'm saying they're trying their darnest to say, listen, this is just me. This is just who I am. This is just how I feel. So my question, oh, I know, I know this answer, right? But my question is, why have we? Why one we saying okay, this one we're gonna let ride, but all these other ones we're gonna address or need to be addressed right i know why and 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 i don't want to get into that but going back to agendas and pushing things i think it's all mixed up in the grand scheme of things right okay but at the end of all of that i'm going to say listen as long this is my stance as long as you're not hurting nobody or causing anybody any harm I, I, I would never mistreat or treat anybody different based off of what they feel or whatever about themselves. But me as a parent to my children, I'm just talking about my two bambinos at this point. <laughs> I'm trying to do everything in my power to make sure that they fully understand before they make any decisions. I ain't not just talking about that. Any decisions. I, I brought up cursing. I brought up... Um, you know, I, it's a lot of things that I deal with my kids mm-hmm. about. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? My kids are, are, are six and eight, and I'm pushing on them hard about being aware of your surroundings. Mm-hmm. They're not allowed to walk out my house looking down at a phone or a tablet. Mm-hmm. You put that up and you pay attention to what's going because mm-hmm. my kids are going to understand. We see things before they happen mm-hmm. so we don't get caught up in it. You know what I'm saying? So that's just my parenting style. I want them. There's a lot of things that I'm not. Landon sits here. He loves watching these. Kids got this thing now where they watch other people play video games, which I would never understand. Yeah, I've seen this. Yeah, but I'll sit. He'll be watching that, and I can hear somebody say something. He was watching something, and um, it was cool. I wasn't watching. I was just hearing it, and and they were like, uh, "What did they say? It was it was something." He was basically had these characters, and he was telling the story. And in the story, he said something that I deemed was inappropriate for an eight-year-old. And I said, turn it off. Why, daddy? Because I said, turn it off. I don't, I, and I didn't like what he said. You're eight years old. That is not something that you should be hearing as a child. You are mm-hmm. a child. Mm-hmm. Turn that off and watch something that's age appropriate to you. 
and and I'm gonna say this and I'm and I'm done. I have done that. Me and their mom have done that so much so that they would hear me listening to something or watching something and say, Daddy, you need to turn that off because we shouldn't be hearing that. I know that's right. I'm cool with that, though. I'm cool with that. But I say that to say is that train a child in the way they should go. Like if 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 and if they if they still end up being the worst human being in the world, at least you can say I did everything in my power. Right. To make sure that they understood everything that they would see and face and come encounter with. Right. And I pray that I instill in them enough where they become great citizens in this crazy world yeah. that we leave it. Yeah. And I'll leave it at that. Yeah. I'll leave it. At and that. I think training, training a child in the way that they should go is really about is truly only about um, being a believer. You know what I mean? But I know that we've 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 sort of uh, adapted that to everything else. That being a, when you say being a believer, what you mean? Uh, train a child the way it should go is in the Bible. So a believer of Christ, of Jesus, of God. Well, no, I'm saying I'm saying when I'm not using it as a I know, Bible. I know, I know, mean, but I, I mean, I was I just saying when I that. when I hear it, like that's yeah, that's what I think. So, but but so I know quick, I know that we've adapted it to mean yeah to be so real to quick, be responsible. Yeah. Good. Real people. quick. When my son when my son came home and he said, and I'm saying this to the men and the fathers. Well, I'm really saying this to adults, period. When my son came home and he he bought to us about the boy that was coming to school dressed like a girl. I said to him, I said, listen, I said, I can't tell another child how they should do or operate. I said, but here I'm gonna give you this. You pay attention to daddy, right? If you don't see daddy putting on a dress or you don't see daddy doing X, Y, and Z, right? You pay attention to me. I can't speak for what somebody else do. But I ask him, I say, do you see daddy do eight? No, I don't see that. Do you see daddy doing eight? But what that does is that puts a responsibility on me, mm. right? Mm. To set an mm. example for my child. Because mm -hmm. now he's watching what daddy says and does, right? And I encourage all adults to adopt that for yourself. It don't do something that you don't want your kids to be doing. At least, definitely not in front of them, right? And and, and I leave it at that because I feel like I'm. I'm no, no. <laughs> this is a, a a great conversation, and I I, I wish we had uh, certainly more time. Um, you know, because I, I know that Diva. This is probably the first time that I've I've said that out loud to you. I think correct um, about Ace. So yeah, it's a okay. it's an interesting. Um, moment in my life uh but but yeah i i i think that as a, a parent of um a train can i ask a question though because mm. I'm, I'm i just out of curiosity mm -hmm. what what takes it to the next level what takes it from gay to so, trans yeah like what 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 is that process yeah so uh so what 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 they explained to me <laughs> i'm still you know uh is yeah, that i got you um and, and let me just say this and i and we'll, we'll kind of wrap this up in a second but <laughs> I, mean, I know no, no no i know so I, I i kind of alluded to what i kind of feel like i've always known and i think that my friends and diva kind of mentioned that too is that ace is always 
been very adamant about a lot of things. And okay. and I mean adamant from kindergarten. Okay. Okay. Ace used to introduce themselves as a boy. Okay. And and I and I I didn't get it. You know, and I kind of pushed to the side, oh, you know, they like to play with, you know, Ninja Turtles versus Barbie dolls or monster trucks versus Barbie cars. You know, I kind of pushed those things to the side. And although I opened, I was very open and welcomed it because that's what they liked. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, But what they've told me is that it's, there's a correlation right now with body dysmorphia. So Mm. what they're feeling on the inside doesn't match Mm. what they're seeing on the outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So physically, physical anatomy, right? Breasts, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, um, Mm -hmm. women things, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, that is, a lot of psychological battle because Mm -hmm. what they feel doesn't match everything else that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think ultimately, you know, and that's, that's something that her, his father and I have to discuss at some point Mm -hmm. is what they would like and and um not necessarily things that I'm probably gonna be okay with before they turn eighteen. Um but things mm-hmm. like hormones. Okay. Um that stop stop the growth, the natural growth. Gotcha. Um eventually removing things that are mm. there now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh but yeah, yeah it's it's heavy and it's a lot. Um, yeah, but I think to I your remember. point, I think to, you know, you kind of mentioned about the mental health piece of it is that it's still very much, still very much mental, you know, and um, there's still a lot of, of discussion and a lot of research, you know, as a parent um, that I have to do, you know, and I kind of, I kind of said to him, I said, you know, as easy as you're saying it, and I understand that this generation that her his generation is is very different in that I, I feel that we are progressive, right? Our generation is mm-hmm. is progressive, right? We're open, we're accepting. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be mm-hmm. gay tomorrow. We don't give a fuck. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know. Right, 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 right. As long as you don't touch my butt. Right. right? Like like that's right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> you that's know? Facts. That's facts. Um so I, I know that we are progressive in that, mm-hmm. but that generation is just fucking open. You know, and what I said to him, I said, where I know that I'm progressive enough in a lot of ways, you know, I was like, right on. We're gay. Like, all right. Mm -hmm. I'm on the train. You know what I mean? Like, I'm in there. Mm -hmm. It's all good. Mm -hmm. But now you've Mm -hmm. taken like now I got to go a little. uh, (laughs) It's a whole nother. And I and and I think and I know we were supposed to end, but it's okay. I. well, let, first, let me say this because I know how motherfuckers is. So, listen, I'm not saying I'm anti nothing. I'm not none of that. Like, listen, rock out. I'll be your best friend in the world. <laughs> that I, I have no issue with it, right? 
I'm just I, I'm just asking out of curiosity. That's one. Secondly, you know what I'm saying? I'm you know my parenting style is my parenting style. I'm not saying anybody sure. has to parent like me. You know da da da. Listen, when I when I see him, I I would love, like I said, love a tree. And you yeah. never have to worry about me. I ain't never mistreat. In fact, I'm the person that if I see somebody do something, so I'm gonna protect them. You know what I'm saying? Because it, it ain't that deep at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? But um, but yeah, I just was I was just curious, like, cause I'm like I'm like all right, I'm like okay, I think. We good on the gay thing. I think across the oh, board. Oh, everybody. Like, oh, everybody. Like, we accepted it. Like, we, we were like, oh, we good. We like, good. All right. We can deal good. with that. But yeah, but yeah. but now, but now. But it's now this, you want to. And what I, and what I said to him, I said, you know, I said, as a, as a mother who carried you for nine months, you know, and I'm going to get yeah. emotional one second, but you know, I said, I said, as a mother who carried you for nine months, you know what I mean? Like, and I, I didn't, and, and Diva knows the story. So I didn't know what I was having. Um, mm-hmm. when I, I had I had my child I didn't know so you know mm-hmm. the doctors you know oh what do we have and I'm like I don't know I had a c-section so it's just it's like the energy in the room changed because everybody wanted to figure out what's getting ready to come out of me right mm-hmm. and, I, and I said to him I said it's it's difficult and it's going to be a process I said because you're asking me you're asking me I'm not gonna cry, guys. I am gonna cry. See, I'm sensitive, you right? You told us you're a crier, so go ahead. <laughs> That's all right. <laughs> but it's I said, okay. I said, you know, you're asking me to bury my child, right? Like you're mm. asking me to forget ages minus nine months to <laughs> age 15 you know what I mean you're you're asking me to to forget those things and and again you know I, I it, it, it's been her and she and my daughter and and all of those things and you know you're asking me to in in you know and I and I and and, and Ace has been very patient with me. You know, we laugh about it all the time. I said, because, you know, it's this is as much as you guys have, have heard. Like, it, it is me saying them, they, he, mm-hmm. him, you know, to mm-hmm. replace these words that I've used so freely and so easily, you know, for 15 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it, it is. Uh, it is a lot. Um it is it is a process, and I'll just say that it is it is a a mental process, and we're just starting, you know, um, we're just starting. But mm-hmm. I understand that it is a mental battle that my child mm-hmm. has struggled with, which hindsight explains maybe the last couple of years that she uh, he and I have battled, you know, because mm-hmm. there has been an eternal battle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. you know and and that has led to a lot of the depression a lot of the mm-hmm. uh, anxiety um, but I will say but this get- and, I, and I will say mm-hmm. this you know and I when when he told me I didn't question it because mm-hmm. Ace has been adamant on everything since day mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I mean everything mm-hmm. right so but I know. But I also. Oh, I'm sorry. Go I, ahead. I was just gonna you, say. I know. Um, DeAsia has 
a few friends at her school who have um that she's friends with that are um you know um have gone through or are going through the process she has a friend that's doing the female to male transition mm-hmm. um i'm sure deasia probably knew this before i heard about it today because i know that they are that her and now i've got to get used to saying ace are close you know um deasia will hold a secret until you set her on fire um when it comes to her people <laughs> but um yeah, and, and Ace hasn't had this conversation with a lot of people and you know, and, and I, I asked, I said, Is it okay if I talk? And she's like, It's fine. So I don't know, you know, I, I just it is it is, it is, you know. I, I and and to your point, John, like I am terrified to talk to my parents about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like like it's but, it's a different yeah. generation, you know what I mean? Like But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, our job as parents is always going to be to love, to love and protect to love to love and i think and that's it. will be even if they have like the same with you that after the initial shock the 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 in the inside the core of the person is still the same mm-hmm. and, and that's what they said yeah, said it's still like, me it's yeah. still me ma mm-hmm. it's still me i'm like but it's not mm-hmm. yeah i said mm-hmm. I, I cried oh, i think i think i think when he told me this was uh this was before christmas and I, I think I cried for like two days. I cried for two days. I can imagine. Like I, I cried imagine. for two days. You know. But it, it goes it goes back to to uh what I said earlier in having empathy, right? Mm. So my, my empathy is kicking in because I'm saying whatever it is, mental, what mm-hmm. at the end of the day, we have to love Ace and and be there for Ace and you know, not turn our back on Ace. Absolutely. Regardless of what we feel, regardless if we agree. So going to your parents, regardless if we agree or disagree, because guess what? At some point, we only can carry our kids, but so far, at some point, they they have to figure out and navigate this life on it. I never forget. I had a moment. I just I I broke down and I cried because I was like, yo, one day. My kids are going to have to fend for themselves mm-hmm. in this world without me. Yeah. Right. And so it's my sole mission, like mm-hmm. to equip them with yep. every fucking thing Absolutely. I can. Right. Absolutely. So that this world don't swallow them up because, you know, that's going back to to the TV and, and things that they pre- it's like before I let the the media Mm-hmm. raise my kids right. i want to raise them first right. right absolutely and that's why i cut things off and up. my kids have been going to bed by eight nine o'clock since they came out the womb <laughs> right because ain't sh- there's nothing going on for you after to me after eight o'clock after eight o'clock is adult time and you know what's funny john Take it's it. like it's like and, and i and i say that and and i know we're supposed to be cutting this off you know, and I and I think part I mean, of we have a good what, conversation. <laughs> and I think part of what you know I've struggled with as a parent is that I I did those things, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I did those things. Like like I I I I. But well, we can't protect her from everything. Well, and I didn't. It's nothing to protect her from. Right. Like it's it's yeah, not it's not yeah, something I I can. Yeah. But it's not something. It doesn't matter how many 
you know the yeah. the, the the TVs that I cut off early, or you know oh, the oh, the restrictions, the restrictions that I put everything. on the laptop mm-hmm. or the iPad. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. no matter how many pink blouses I brought or how mm-hmm. many skirt mm-hmm. uniforms I brought, like none of that matters. I, like mm-hmm. I, it doesn't matter. At the end of the day, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I I sh- I'll give an ex- I'll give an example on a smaller scale. Landon hates wearing jeans, right? <laughs> no matter how many of these nice ass pairs of jeans I buy, what do you him, like sweatpants. He, he likes sweatpants. Okay. He thinks jeans are uncomfortable, right? My son are. is big. I bought him all these bomb ass <laughs> Nikes and all this, and he won't wear them because they. I'm like Landon, you know. When shoes are fresh, they they snug. They it's not that the shoes are too small. They fresh. You gotta break them in. He don't he don't want to break no shoes in. None of that. So finally, I buy and shoes I'm a whole size bigger. You know what I'm saying? But I'm I'm just saying this on a, a, a smaller scale. To your point, at some point, daddy gotta be like, all right, fuck it. I'm not gonna buy the jeans. I just buy you sweatpants mm-hmm. and sweatsuits and mm-hmm. say fuck it. Like. At some point, you just be like, all right, you're going, like you said, you're going to be adamant about this. It's nothing I can do. I'm not going to hate you and throw you away. Right. All because you won't give in to what I really want you to do. So now, like you said, I got to work on loving you in the way that you want me to love. And you. I- you know what I'm saying? And so I want to be clear to the audience because I don't want y'all <laughs> to crucify me and think I'm anti. I'm not anti. I'm just You can saying. find him at... Twitter. <laughs> go, ahead. go ahead. They know where to go find ahead. him. But I want to say my, I guess I'm going to say my last thing I'm going to say on this because I know we've been talking about time. But I do think that just going back to like how you mentioned body dysmorphia, things of that nature. I think the bigger picture, you know, Landon and his love of sweats over jeans, whatever the case may be, is that in a time like I make sure I do mental checks with my kids. Mm -hmm. weekly you know sometimes Mm -hmm. multiple times a week in a time where Mm -hmm. elementary schoolers middle schoolers high schoolers are out here killing themselves because Mm -hmm. they feel like they can't Mm -hmm. be themselves Mm -hmm. i think it is Mm -hmm. it is Mm -hmm. most important Mm -hmm. to embrace Mm -hmm. the person that they are you know i've lost a a best friend to body dysmorphia issues you know um so i think the bigger issue is that Again, like Jonathan was saying, loving them the way that they want to be loved, not loving them in the in the idolization that we had. Mm-hmm. You know, you mm-hmm. even if you have these dreams, and I say your child doesn't come to you and say, "Hey, I'm I, I'm trans." You want your child to go off and be an a engineer. Your child Listen. decides that they don't want to be an engineer; they want to be a Walmart greeter. That's what they chose to be. You can only do but so much. I think our job as parents is to just keep our kids safe keep them like you say equipped with what they need and mm-hmm. just make sure they're a good them, fucking make, like person. how we said having those hard conversations yeah is mm-hmm. making sure that you have set that foundation where your child can find comfort mm-hmm. in you even yep. in those hard times you know i went through some stuff with deasia you know about a year ago where it was a hard time we had to go through some stuff mm-hmm. that she was going through mm-hmm. and just to be in a position where your child feels comfortable enough mm-hmm. to to come mm-hmm. to you and say Absolutely. this is me this is what I need this is how I'm feeling because again these kids are, are terrible these days they are so rude Awful. to each other they will tear you down and like I said, I just think the more important thing is to let your kids know that 
it They're is loved. okay f- for them to be them and that you love them however They're they loved. come to you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you guys for letting me uh, out my child. I know she's not listening. <laughs> He's not listening. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so yeah, that's... Uh, but yeah, to John, I don't even know where we were going with that. But um, I do think that you are a great dad. I love seeing your posts. Your children are absolutely... <laughs> beautiful um yes Diva, you already know how i feel about my babies <laughs> <laughs> yes i think so look you 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 you're doing with what you especially with all the stuff you have going on, i think you're doing great um we like you said we all okay. know jonathan is in the running he to be you know you sometimes you call me super mom he's trying to take the super title and be super dad so. <laughs> definitely that's okay we need some super dads that's okay definitely do so <laughs> well look we're going to do something real light real quick before we get into this good vibes clip um and i'm gonna wipe my tears uh it's that i got a box saw- of tissues i've been trying to put them through the phone so i have one but <laughs> let me grab one, let me grab one. <laughs> well look we saw this post and it asked what would you rather do um six months what is it diva you, six it was, months would you rather travel anywhere you want for free for six months or have five hundred thousand dollars to do whatever you want real quick real quick five hundred thousand dollars diva I'm taking the money. Really? Yeah, because I, first of all, I think I've said on the shows before, I can only be away from home for so long. If I got to be away from my house for six months at a time. So let's just say, let's just say there's no restrictions. You can do whatever you want to do. They're, they're going to pay the best of the best. I won't come home. Five, I miss my bed. I got to come home. I couldn't be really? away for six months. Yeah. 500000 I'm taking the money. I mean, we know time. Alicia going to spend six months in Fiji. We got it, but I couldn't be away. From Damn home for that fucking long. right. Because I my so real quick, my view on money is always your money is to make more money, right? So I'm immediately looking at it. If you give me five hundred thousand dollars, I'm turning five hundred thousand dollars into a few million dollars. You know what I'm saying? Because money is supposed to be used to make more money. I and hear then you. when you. I when you make you. more money, you and can I go and I have always appreciated that about you, John. I do. I like I appreciate your your brain and the way it works when it comes to money. I just want my life experience. So if you're going to pay you, me six months, but that to, but, but you, you travel this world, but think about it. Six you, months. You so get the you money. You can still have your life experience. Right, you could do six months because five hundred thousand dollars divided by six months is is over eighty thousand dollars a month. You know, I want I want to I want to stay in the top. Of the top hotels, I want to eat lobster for breakfast. All of that for I want to eat lobster for breakfast. I want to stay ne- right next to Beyonce when she was over in Dubai. Look, she go, she go take the trip. I'm gonna take the money, and then when she step out of her balcony, she gonna look across, and I'll be standing. <laughs> right on and she gonna say, "Damn, I should have took the money." I mean, if you do the math, I mean, six Always months of travel is, is gonna come out the more. Well, that, I mean, because first of all, you're doing a lot of extra shit, but, but I want no. it all. I'm going to go. I'm going to get on the so, princess yacht so in you, Arabia. When you, when you come home then, so you didn't take your 500000 You did just six months. And then what? You, you good with not traveling for another six years? 
Well, that's not the stipulation. It just said travel. I'm just saying months. because it does. Listen, listen. We're not worried about. Listen, listen. We're not even talking about. We're not even talking about what happens. You want to go to brunch with the princes and shit. Listen, I will take. I will enjoy my six months. South Beach. I'm gonna make South Beach no more. And I'm gonna make some good friends along the way. So they're going to invite me out for Fourth of July, for Christmas, for New Year's and everything else. I'm not going to have to pay for it. Okay. <laughs> We're going to get into this good vibes clip. <laughs> and that is from the wonderful world of Alicia. All right. So let me get this clip. All right. Ready? Mm-hmm. The Lord told me to tell you, you don't belong anywhere where they didn't recognize you leaving. If people cannot appreciate your presence, they deserve your absence. Period. And that was it. That's good okay. vibes. Just remember, go where you are appreciated, not tolerated. Got it? Got it. Good. <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here. Thank you guys to listening for listening to our show. Uh, we appreciate you guys. Thank you. Oh, underscore King Johnny. We appreciate you for stepping in at the last minute. This is a really, really great conversation. You are always welcomed. We thank you. <laughs> no, I said Thanks earlier he was not coming back because he y'all kept trying to pick on me about my age. I don't know. He kind of he kind of saved himself at the end. I don't know. I'm, we're gonna keep <laughs> we'll give around. him a pass, I guess. <laughs> Just a little bit longer. Just a little bit longer. He got one more try. Uh, Thanks for having me. <laughs> but yes, thank you for coming. <laughs> to our listeners, please continue to like, subscribe, download, share, tell a friend. Uh, we can be found um, both on Twitter and IG at R-E-S underscore four underscore three. I can be found on Twitter at Apple underscore J-A-X 23 Diva Doll. I can be found on Twitter at True Diva T-R-U-D-E-V-A. Yeah. And oh, and on Instagram, still, you can go on Instagram and do the housing diva again, D-E-V-A. Ready for uh, your housing needs. Oh, King Johnny. Oh, King Johnny. O-H underscore K-I-N-G underscore Johnny. You can find me on all the platforms under that name. You can also find my show at separate underscore the underscore two on Instagram. And make sure you check out the show and go follow Schoon to the Moon. S-K-O-O-N. Number two, D-A, Moon, M-O-O-N. That's a new project that I'm working on that we're going to do some awesome things on. So make sure you follow. That's it. I got a question for you, though. For the people who don't already listen to your show, when you're saying that you are separate underscore the underscore two on Instagram, is it the number two or is it spelled out? Uh, Good question. Number, It's the number two. <laughs> I mean, I knew the answer. I just wanted to make sure our listeners knew. I, I had to think about it for a second, but it's the number two. <laughs> shout out to the professor we miss you we will see you next time professor and i'm not even going to try to do your professor uh, x as in x-ray s as in sam h as in henry g as in george and i think that's on all platforms (laughs) shout out to our brothers on the unu network and all of the shows it takes to consider unprocessed knowledge separate the two three stars two bars and of course cody sheen thank you guys for listening thank you guys for tuning in uh to our family members if you are of the trans community send me some links send me some research send me a therapist baby because listen send me a therapist we appreciate you and until our next reservation peace love and blessings bye bye
Just talk. Can we just talk? 